Welcome to SharkCast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is David. I am Windrunner on the Discord, and I did anticipate that I would be second today. I was, thinking, I was thinking about it this time. Yeah, you know the algorithm now, because I explained a l- it. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Veronica. Hello, I am Shayan Sedai on the Discord and forums. And joining us, it's it's crazy for the first time on Shardcast, uh, <laughs> Kendra, because I've literally known you since before 17th Shard, the website I know, existed. I days. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, 2008, yeah. 2009, yeah. Yeah. So, so joining us for the first time on the show for, for some reason, I, I don't know, you, you, you've been very busy in things for a while, uh, yeah. is Kendra. Hey. And I'm Little Wilson. And uh, your, your video is going great. Uh, yes. Super awesome. It's not glitching at all. It, on your camera app, it's fine. Yeah, my on camera Dis- app is just fine. Discord, but it's- total garbage. Mm-hmm. Discord's yep. a great program. Uh, maybe we could go back to Skype. Uh, oh, I guess it's Microsoft <laughs> Teams now. We'll, we'll, we'll go to Teams. No, Teams is oh my God. Worse. We have Teams for, I think like, they merged school. Skype with Teams, but I, I don't Ooh. keep track of this anymore because... I don't... Mm, I don't know. I still have I, the Skype app. Like, like, it hasn't... Skype. Some point in the pandemic yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know hmm. i don't know teams, teams is terrible yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of teams yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah that that's that's not surprising uh yeah that's what we had all of like virtual school on uh during oh, the pandemic fun. very good <laughs> awesome yes. well so discord's crap but uh it's the least crappy probably maybe probably maybe so uh, I am Chaos, and uh, we are going to talk about more Wobs. Actual words of Brandon this time. I am, <laughs> I am a little sorry for the April Fools episode. I found it very funny. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> extremely <laughs> funny to me. Uh, I I do not like that we had to take a week off for the wedding. And then mm-hmm. uh, we we had some issues with Secret Project Two recording, uh, so yeah. that wasn't ideal. So I, I I get that. So I apologize for the lack of Shardcast content. Lots coming your way. So I we 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 have honestly a lot of chatty bits, news, and actual show and tell to do. So that that's what we got to do for a little <laughs> bit. So if you, show and tell. If you, yeah, yeah, we're not showing hair ties here. I, you know, I did like how people were saying the hair ties are really what triggered that this was uh, April Fool's episode uh, from, from Argent. I'm like, no, he does that all the time. Like, what are you talking about? He showed toothpaste once. Like, that's the thing that happened on an actual episode. <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so if you want to skip right to Wobs, there'll be a timestamp uh, and chapter in the description. Uh, but we are going to be showing off some cool things. A few comments. Uh, there were a lot of comments saying, weren't Eric and Jess already married? Uh, and that's actually true. We just couldn't do the wedding due to COVID. So 
Uh, so we, we had the wedding, which was lovely to see Kendra and David. Sorry, you couldn't come, Veronica, but then we yeah, wouldn't have. It's going to be really hard. And, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, that that's that's uh, student life right there. College student life yep. for international <laughs> trips. So that makes a lot of sense. At least I managed to get the present there and to talk with you on video. Yeah, that was good. Um, that video, video call was a disaster, but it was it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, would be so bad at the quality on this. Oh yeah, it, it, it was, yeah, it was bad. The present was adorable though. Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. And for news, Secret Project Two is out, uh, and I've learned that I should not schedule recording on Easter weekend. That's a bad idea, and I should just make the executive decision. We should never do that because that led to some problems. So, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the Secret Project Two reactions episode. Uh, kind of like end of June, like when it comes out publicly. Uh, so I'm sorry if you are a secret project to enjoyer, uh, and you, um, you really wanted that. So we'll, we'll delay that a bit. Uh, we will not be delaying the other two Cosmere ones though. That, that will not, that will not be a thing. Uh, but not going to be six months after some man. We're like, I guess we could talk about this, but yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, one other news thing. Uh, th this was honestly really hilarious timing. Uh, our Twitter did get hacked. So that was fun. Uh, but th probably the, the worst part, it was literally like 15 minutes after I tweeted the April Fool's episode on April 4th. <laughs> that, that, that was not good timing, but uh, we have it back, but all our tweets are gone. So we'll, we'll see if Twitter support can restore them. So, but maybe, maybe it's clean slate, you know? We, maybe was it a vengeance hack did somebody get fooled by the april fool's joke and they were like no no, no 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 too fast no, 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 no. I, that was sarcasm but yeah no 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 cool so last time we were talking that we didn't have our cyberverse boxes but now i do have the cyberverse boxes and i think everyone has them so there's no no spoilers but check out this actual like hefty mbot like this is this is this is pretty cool. I was pretty met on the Hoid box, but this this was pretty neat. There mm -hmm. was a card set that had uh, all of the slugs. That was uh, a Go mm. Fish set, and that it was super cute. Uh, I don't have the that on me right here for that, but I liked the Cyberverse box. That was that was good. Uh, and apparently, the Mistborn box Brandon is very <laughs> excited about. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, it's so oh, cute. Cool. And the cards are freaking adorable. Yeah, they're they're really cute. <laughs> they're they're really good. Thank you. They like, are that's, just that's, so great. Like like yeah, actually, that, that, that's good. <laughs> I think. I think Dragonsteel has nailed like the cards like for like the Kickstarters because we have the Stormlight ones, we have these, and they're all yep. great. All right, and so also we have. Tress, wow, cool. Uh, I finally got it. I'm here, Sanderson. We we got it. Uh, I like I like the the, the it's, it's like a texture to this this front. It's it's really nice. Um, mm -hmm. got got the back. It's very shiny. Um, and uh, yeah, the f physical tress is extremely nice. I would say. Uh, and. Totally worth like the the price for this. Like that, this is great. Mm -hmm. 
And it is nicer than your standard hardback book that you would get. From yeah, Nicole. even like the oh, yeah. sort of hardbacks that uh, like sort of have stuff directly on there and it's not a dust jacket. Like uh, there, there are some of those like this. This is a lot nicer than that. And like it, it's got the full color illustrations uh, in there. This is very dangerous for me to like just flip through. Uh, but like well, you got. Well, this isn't one of the full color ones. We, we have uh, that. But there, there are a few full color ones uh, in here. And uh, yeah, that's it's it's really nice. Got the got the cute end pages and oh, stuff. I think the yeah, first end pages are like my favorite is part. Just like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the less spoilery of of them all. Yeah, I was going <laughs> it directly in the middle, and I'm like, hmm, that, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> there, because there's <laughs> there's there's the middle one, and yeah. then there's the end yeah. one, and both of them are really yeah. pretty. But that's yeah. the less spoilery. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So there's also a trust sticker oh, in the cute. box. Nice. And then we've got a bookmark that's all shimmery. Oh, it is very further. shimmery. And then on the back side, it's a closer up of Tress. It, the, then, the camera does not do justice of just how shimmery no, that is. It's no, very it is, shimmery. It is very shimmery. Yeah. Like, yeah, insanely shimmery. And then there's the cover from the Kickstarter. And on the back, the star chart. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that's that's pretty sweet. And then for the pin, oh yeah, there's pin. Yeah, the pins oh, are cute. good old pin. That's good all. Pin. The pins are very cute. <laughs> I, I definitely think things would have gone better if uh, the tresses came out in January, at because the Hoyd box was not the yeah. most exciting box. No, uh, so I'm sure that's not what they planned on. And then we have one more package, guys. Guess what? It's ta-da! White sand. That's what you've all been oh, waiting boy. for. I got it. We got the product. It's it's a year and plus a month <laughs> since their Indiegogo, so we got it. Uh, and uh, so we got we got this. This Ooh. this is the fancy. It's very glittery. Uh, but you you know it's it's nice. Uh, it, it's kind of neat. I like I like the style of that cover. I think it's cool. Yeah. I I gotta be honest. I think I would have preferred just the regular one, honestly. But oh, so then then, you, huh? Did you apply your book plate? Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that. That uh, it was <laughs> all labeled as that it's signed. It's not signed. It's just a book plate. So like, and that's fine uh and it, it is not actually false advertising because i just didn't read it carefully enough because it did say that it was a book plate on the in original indiegogo so that's on me uh but apparently you're just supposed to glue the book plates in if you i don't i don't know about that one i that i don't know if i like book plates so I mean, it makes sense. It, it sure would have been a bummer if Brandon actually signed the inserts and they destroyed 75% of them. In there. <laughs> Which, honestly, that would have been really funny. <laughs> it would have been hysterical. I kind of wish that's what had happened. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, I, I would have liked yeah. it in June of last year. Yeah, probably. That probably I think also... Helped. I think that brand that what Brandon and the team does where they send him like this individual pages to sign. I don't know how normal that is. I feel like if you get a signed yeah. book, normally they have to know. ship them the book 
and yeah. they have to sign the books mm-hmm. and ship it somewhere else. So they probably they probably weren't set up to do it in that way that we've become used to and and that makes sense and also graphic novel printing is probably like with it all being full color is very different and harder than just like standard book printing uh so i I do get that uh yeah i just i just think uh if i if i quite realized it was a book plate that i'm like i you know i kind of wish i just got the regular cover to sort of vaguely Mm -hmm. match the other covers and spines of white sand that i have you know Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i think it should have been called Hardcover, deluxe hardcover with book plate, not yeah, signed. Hardcover, yeah, yeah, that would have been. That's good. just me. But but uh, Joff says that apparently this is pretty common, but uh, it's not common it is. for Brandon things. So I I naively just bought the highest tier thing as quickly as I could and didn't read properly. So that you know that's on me. The, that that I think that's what Dynamite was hoping for. That's what that's what happens when there's only a thousand available, Eric, is that people just they just go for it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, oh, no, I got an unsigned one without a book plate. That would have been horrible. Like, yeah, who cares? Like, that's just eh, I don't know. Although it will be harder to get signed things now that Brandon's not really doing signings and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, that, that is that is harder. So uh, I don't I don't mean to be glib about that because that that could be a big deal. But. Uh, I don't know if White Sand's going to be the thing that really uh, broke your heart if you didn't get it signed <laughs> or not necessarily. They'll, they'll offer numbered copies of the prose that is inevitably coming. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Great. Very good. Cool. I think that does anyone I... else have any show and tell and things? Yeah, I do. So, oh, okay. Wait. So. This oh, is, so you're not going to me, but this is my grandmother's 1940s singer on which I will be making lots of Cosmere cosplays Ooh. as time goes on. I'm still working on that st- Steris one I've mentioned a couple of times in Arding, but it's hard and I'm doing it in historical practice. So it means a lot of hand sewing. You you um, do know a lot about clothing so, and the his, history of that, yeah. like... I, I need to be careful asking you a question because that's like a lot of information really quickly. Uh, so I just sighed, but I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know I did that. This, this is how other people think of me when I talk about math. Got it. Cool. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it is something I got into. Like, I've always liked sewing. Um, like my grandmother taught me when I was little, but I got really into it in the pandemic. Like, cool. I discovered Bernadette Banner's channel been a lot of fun okay, i'm gonna dynamic hobby yeah yeah so what's bren gives a singer that form of a sewing machine oh <laughs> there's not like a crafty spren now that you yeah. mention it yeah like yeah, yeah. you like people who are like you know potters and like tailors and stuff like you feel like that would kind of maybe like a concentration spren mm, yeah let's see that that's one, yeah. right? I don't know. Just the form is you're a sewing machine. It, it's it's like the spread <laughs> that just turned into a device, but it's a singer that just turns uh-huh. into a device. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that. Uh, like I, I, as soon as I saw the name, I'm like, how do I make this joke? Oh. <laughs> like instantly. I don't even I don't even think about the fact that it's a singer. That's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was meant to be, Veronica. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Cool. Hey, you made it relevant. Yeah, we totally did. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Let's head on over 
twab mode and we are gonna be actually finishing up the youtube spoiler stream uh unlike the last episode where it's a, we're totally finishing up these wobs but by the way i can't believe so many people got so far into that episode <laughs> didn't realize it. <laughs> when wob 2 was like how how is Dalnar in love with Navani when she's obviously in love with a crab person. <laughs> like that was the. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're just we're just good. We 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 betrayed your trust. But but these are all 100 percent real wobs. The, the collection will be in the description where you can look on Arcanum. I did like how Paleo made a fake Arcanum instance so I could get some fake screen caps. So that was good. That's funny. That's realized you did that. Oh yeah, yeah. I asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David, why don't you just start us off here? All right, here we go. Uh, this is going to come from Kitchen Abrokama297. Yeah, of course. Who asked Brandon, can you tell us something about Dalnar's parents, their names? Why didn't they show up in Oathbringer flashbacks? What happened to them? And Brandon says, Dalnar gets along better with his grandparents or got along with his grandparents than he did with his parents. Let's say that. What else can I canonize? I mean, by that time, they're not around. You probably figured that out. Dalinar wasn't too sad about that. Particularly past Dalinar, not being the kind of person who, yeah, let's say there was stuff in the Alephi family history that has caused part of Yasna's consternation on the way she regards how families act towards one another. You know, light-eyed families and her concerns about it. And sure. for those who don't recall, Yasna's belief is that all threats to dynasties come from within, and she has assassins follow her sister-in-law. So that's <laughs> yeah. her that's her approach towards family based on the Colin family history, I suppose. I mean, that makes sense. Yep. There. Mm -hmm. The Colons I mean, they're evil warlords, basically, and just made the protagonists. So they're not super great. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think like it mentions his dad periodically and I don't think he was that present. And I also feel like it mentions mm -hmm. that when he got older, he started having like PTSD like symptoms or something like that. Cause that's mm. what they initially thought was happening to Dalinar in the way of King. Oh, that's interesting. They were like, Oh, it's like your father. So I, I assume that, that at he all. wasn't, yeah, I assume he wasn't very well later in his life. Yeah. I mean, Fight hard, die young, you know? It's like, I guess. Yeah, so uh, Mia Uwu, who is on the Discord, hey, Mia, uh, says, Was any of the original vessels of the shards transgender? Can we expect to have a transgender main character in the future? And uh, Brandon says, You can expect to have a transgender main character in the future. I want to be careful where I place this, and let's say that I'm much... My focus right now is on doing Renarin and Relaine right, but you can expect this in the future. Cool. I think that makes yeah, a lot makes of sense. Total sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. it makes perfect sense. Uh, given, you know, he's 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 sprinkled it in like we got the the Reshi King in mm -hmm. Donshard, uh, and uh, I think it's one of those things where people are frustrated that he's not putting those, you know, as main characters. Uh, but Brandon's also like, I don't think I can do it well. And maybe with the Osna stuff, maybe that's a good idea to, you know, to make, make, make sure you do it well, Brandon. That, that might that might be good. Uh, so uh, 
that 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 makes sense. Look, he, yep. he, he he's a I, Mormon. He'll need some time. That's fine. Yeah, there, there's a part of me that's like, how hard? But like, how hard is it, Brandon? Like, just yeah, just write Relator and Art. You've been doing it. It's not that. Yeah, that's true. Like, complicated. Just have the two guys I, you know. kiss. It's not that. It's not that weird. <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah. think you know, I it, he's coming from a good place, but sometimes I think he's he's very very careful, and I think you could make the argument that maybe it, he's maybe you could do it. a little more. Yeah. I mean, he makes unintentional homoerotic things all the time uh, when he's not intending. So he's just got to channel that. It's you're overthinking it, Brandon. Read that Dalnar Kadash scene when they're wrestling. That's 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 very homoerotic. It's <laughs> good stuff. Well, that's wrestling too. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that's that's true. Kendra. Okay, Asmodeus. In The Lost Metal, people talked about Autonomy's army as if they knew of her unleashing it before. Similarly, they talk of her opening perpendicularities on worlds where she shouldn't be able to. Roughly how many times has this happened before? Once or twice? Somewhere in the tens? Brandon, this has happened a handful of times before. Well, depends on which of the two things you're talking about. Opening perpendicularities where she shouldn't be able to is a consistent thing. Unleashing armies? Not so consistent. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this spoiler stream was December, so it was after Lost Metal. So we got some Lost Metal stuff, which is great, because this is what an excellent question, uh, yeah. because the portal is <laughs> crazy. Uh, and I kind of <laughs> forgot how crazy that is. OK, so she's opened the perpendicularities, but it seems like those men of uh, gold and red, not red and gold, uh, are just really hard for her to control that that which is very consistent with the text, but that that's sort mm -hmm. of what it seems like this Wob is getting at, maybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I guess to me, it was just more, I don't know about control so much as that she maybe hasn't used that army too much. You know, mm -hmm. like it could be more, more effective as a threat than anything else or a more yeah. recent acquisition. That's true. You only need one unleashing of your super army, and then that that works pretty well. To like, maybe you don't need to release it so much, even if it's pretty yeah, hard to do. You I know, mean, uh, like this, like deterrent strategy has worked in real life yeah. with nukes. Yeah, exactly. The Cold War. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, although I, I'm I'm like they could just keep marching south. They could just pop out of the other perpendicular. Maybe who knows. Oh, I think we talked about that on the autonomy episode. I it, I recall, but like I I think maybe the autonomy investiture maybe couldn't go through the regular perpendicularity. Maybe, but how did they get I the other okay. red mist? That I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I. It is interesting to me that the perpendicularity is the common thing. I'm like, are you always hauling just jar after jar of investiture <laughs> onto other like? It, like, is that always the plan? I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, you know, autonomy, she does what she does, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's more that I got the implication that this is like an autonomy thing. And I'm like, is it any shard could do this? Does everyone else just think this is a dumb thing to do? Or like what? <laughs> Look, autonomy is being autonomous and feeling this is my favorite way of doing this. I'm going to make avatars <laughs> and I'm going to make weird perpendicularities. What are you going to yeah, do about it? Definitely it? feels like more of an autonomy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the I, other shirts could probably do it. They just like mm, I don't really care. 
That sounds like mm-hmm. work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you have a bunch of minor planets, maybe you've got to make a bunch of perpendicularities. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Uh, like if you're going to a place with no perpendicularity or an unstable one, maybe you have to do it this way if you want to field any amount of force or not not this army, but, you know, just like an expedition even. I don't know. Your Sandmasters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you hate. That you hate. <laughs> Well, at least one avatar. <laughs> so, I got it. It's right here. Cool. Sapphire Bombay asks, is Whip still capable of producing children given his situation? Brandon. He, Brandon thinks for a while, what do I want to say? I will say Raffo. I'll say Raffo. This is one of the Raffos where I absolutely know the answer and I'm not going to give it to you yet, which that makes sense. Such a Brandon answer. <laughs> Hoyt have kids? Yay or nay? What do you think? Yay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a yay. Yeah. I. Mm. He's not a cognitive shadow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Why, why would there be any restriction necessarily? Yeah. I want... Uh, Hoyd's descendants and the Lord Ruler's descendants to fight. <laughs> that sounds great to me. That, that's that's what he's doing in the background, idea. actually, in Well of Ascension. That's it's a big, yeah, fight. That could be it. Yeah, I do feel like this is potential. Like this is going to be relevant at some point because of the way that Brandon talks about it. Like he's like, "Oh, I've thought about this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, Hoyd's Hoyd's child will not be. Re- ruling the Alephi monarchy uh but um (laughs) true true could be in the future that's that's a good point yeah yeah that's that's very weird to think about for sure it Um, is yeah yeah i don't think you'd want hoyd to be your dad no you absolutely wouldn't no no he's that he has major like he's not a bad person but has like a lot of absent dad but nice energy type vibes mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah you know i'm just on another planet for like 500 years by you know it's like oh, okay mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's a thing that happened and he's like you know that was a bad idea i should not i should not have yeah, more kids because i i made mistakes and i realized that like that's actually super plausible mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, that would, see, that's something Brandon hasn't done. Is an immortal with a mortal child? Yeah, that hasn't come up before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that hasn't yeah. come up. Yeah, yeah. Because like, Jezrian is immortal, but uh, Shalash, his daughter, is also immortal. So yeah, uh. yeah, and same with Raboniel, and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, David. Oh, oh, this one. Oh, my God. I'm, I literally, I'm, I'm getting good ones. Here yeah, we go. Oh, I, you know, it's been so many months. Like, usually we're a little more prompt on these ones. There's been a, a lot of stuff uh, with secret projects and stuff. Usually we have a one book a year, right? Uh, but, mm. oh, this one. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. All right. So we have, this one is from Stricken with a C, but no K. In The Lost Metal, it mentions autonomy having avatars in other worlds. In Shudareth on Cell, Jadith speaks directly to Worm, who then propagates his will down the hierarchy. Brandon, yes. Back to Stricken. Within the religion, ambition is rewarded, but only if it aligns with the orders of the hierarchy. That sounds familiar to the philosophy used in the set, but replacing 
Jadith with Trell. Is Jadith an avatar of autonomy? Brandon <laughs> chuckles and points at the screen in a very satisfied way. Raffo, you're a very smart person. <laughs> so yes. Uh, yes, uh-huh. the answer is clearly yes. Mm-hmm. And then he, in an unbranded like characteristic, goes, it's pronounced Yadith, by the way. That is sure. one of the YJs. So yeah. I will say this. Here's what I'll canonize. There is something happening and the people there legitimately believe and have reason to believe that their God is going to return. And I have said before many times, not true, that book two of Elantris begins with the return of their God because they said they've said God can't come back until everybody converts. But they have found a loophole. They're like, well, everyone, well, except those heretics in Elantris and also the that other little place, that tiny little region that's over in the mountains where they talk about roses. They don't count either because they're not actually part of the planet. So that's something to look forward to. If I ever get around to writing Dakor, it's the return of Yadith, the god of Shudareth. This is crazy, and okay, it's going to be the title of the video, by the way, because uh, yeah. like it's not a yes, but it's a yeah. It's it, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am so glad that, I mean, it's not confirmed, confirmed, but it's basically confirmed, because I always yeah. liked this theory when it was brought up. On, like, I haven't heard this things. one before. I'd heard I'd, I'd heard it from Drew uh, on one of their very first Thinking Out Loud episodes. I think. Okay, that's that's very good. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Brand- Brandon has repeatedly, and we will see later in this episode about uh, Mistborn Era Three and alternating Elantra sequels. He said it again. So like I thought that wasn't part most. of the plan anymore, but he said it again in this stream. So I guess it's still part of the plan. I guess. Mm-hmm. And- from the way he's been talking about it recently, because he's brought it up a ton, um, like talking about the future of the Cosmere and how he's going to move on now that Era 2 is done and Stormlight, like the first half is close to being done. Well, close. It's the next book it's other the next than the book. Secret Project. It's the next big out. one. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be really interesting, like not only style-wise, because Elantris was his like first published <laughs> yeah. book. So you could have this be. ginormous jump yeah. to his skills now, particularly after a secret project where he's experimented so much with voice and like trying different things. Yeah. Um, but also just the sheer time jump. Oh. I mean, the wheel of time, Stormlight, so many things have happened in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. And like probably you you couldn't even read Elantris as a series because I am imagining these are gonna be very gloves off. Um Oh yeah, and yeah. the original one isn't at all. So I don't know it's going to be yeah. really interesting to see. And I am very excited. Mm-hmm. I I do think it's going to be a little bit like trying to watch Captain America movies as a trilogy, where you're going to like get to it and you're like, wait, I feel like I missed something here. Like, <laughs> like you absolutely <laughs> did here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a great analogy, actually. It is. Yeah, I, and I feel like as he said. I don't know. Actually, I don't remember, but I we don't even know anything about that third one either. So you're just like, when is this going to yep. be? Yeah, but I do. I did really like the observation on this about the hierarchy, because that mm-hmm. was something I hadn't thought about. And then when you look at the structure of the Sandmasters and their eight level yeah. hierarchy, that is incredibly strict. You're like, OK, yeah. there is there. There is a theme developing here that, with autonomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. Yeah, not only with the trail stuff, but and the the Sandmasters all the way. And okay, so this this is crazy as well because the Skazy are I remember are 
very important for the politics in Fjordell. Uh, mm-hmm. And we see, you know, one in the end of the anniversary edition of Elantris, which mm-hmm. is a great scene uh, that where Hoyt is trying to get Elantrian powers. And now, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> it took a while. But uh, so that that's very cool. So that's just interesting that if uh, Yadeth is like an avatar of autonomy, how that's related to like yeah. these dominion splinters of the Skazy, right? And and remember, uh, Dominion's vessel is named Sky. I would get the cat, but you know. <laughs> but I think Brandon pronounces it Skay, which thumbs down. I don't like that. I don't know. That that's just very interesting because we don't really know yeah. how Devotion and Dominion interacted with any of the other shards. We just know Odium went there and killed them. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's interesting too, because we know that Odium and Autonomy like have something going on there. If it's yeah. an alliance, and how yeah. exactly that relationship works, we don't know yet. Yeah, for sure. But we know they have some kind of relationship. And so like like what was autonomy's role in the splintering of devotion and dominion if yeah. autonomy had any role there or if autonomy just like came in like to plug that hole of well there isn't any god here anymore this is useful for me who knows yeah i think that last part is very plausible that mm, it's like oh odium took care of it like okay cool i'm moving i'll get there eventually uh-huh and you know okay it's really like now that you think about it there is just so much like stuff that is similar between Trell and Yadith. Like yeah. they talk about how Yadith was like a god that cared for the souls of rocks under the ground and has like oh, in right. time been changed into this other oh, sort yeah, of thing. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Like, it's that's just, true. Like, Trell. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. And my other favorite little detail about this is the fact that Kai's, aka code names are stupid is oh, yeah. the protagonist of a launch yes. one of the three of a launchers two where yeah. these so that'll be an it will be in some level kai's an autonomy in this oh, story no. that's that's bonkers guys yeah. that's that crazy, crazy. Oh, God, wow yeah it's all coming together <sighs> here <laughs> uh, yeah. it's also there's a plan sometimes well see the thing <laughs> is is that I, I'm never sure if Elantris stuff was actually like if Brandon's retrofitting it because I think didn't Brandon David correct me if if I'm wrong here like didn't Brandon say he didn't really know what the pool was gonna be in Elantris? He didn't like, know what yeah. the pool was gonna be that's for sure I I think that's like partially like kind of he hadn't built out like the mechanics of the cosmology so much mm. like so I, I feel like he was like. And he knew it was a portal. He had that in there, but I don't think he necessarily mm-hmm. knew what Shadesmar was like or that that's where they went or if they were just teleported somewhere else or, sure. you know. Yeah, because there are those murals as well as they're going towards yeah. the Yeah, pool, the so. murals. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, like, he wrote White Sand around the time of Elantris, right? So it, it's... I guess that mm-hmm. make makes sense if he's like, oh yeah, this autonomy stuff. I'm seeding this in. Look how clever I am. Like that actually yeah. kind of makes sense. And mm-hmm. yeah. tracks mm-hmm. with him. I did get a kick out of him saying, "I've said many times before that this is the plot," and I'm <laughs> like, as far as I'm aware, you have said this exactly once, and it is in the book club question set for Elantris One, where you're like, "Here's my idea for Elantris Two. 
Oh, what do you think about it? Questions. I think I've yeah. heard it before. I haven't listened to the book club stuff uh, yet. Um, oh, it's not. It's, this is this is not about this is book club. Like these were a set of questions that were written for Elantris when the book came out for like book club. Oh. Oh, she might okay, also sorry. be referring to okay. having said it many times before to like other people who have asked me questions about Elantris, too. I just don't think that I've I've not seen this come up very often. Yeah, like I, guess I, the, I deeply doubt that this was still the plan. The the wobs uh, going into the ether when Brandon said it, but it doesn't get recorded. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that also could happen. Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, maybe he did say it many times at signings, and we just didn't know about it. I can see just, a lot of people asking questions about Elantris too that did, that didn't make it recorded. To to be honest, I could totally believe that happening in like 2005 to 2007. That, right? yeah. that makes sense. So like, and there definitely never wasn't as much it. of, yeah, yeah, there wasn't as much intention on no. Brandon at that point. So. No, no, no. Yeah, like, and the fandom was so underdeveloped uh, there at that point. So like, there would be no reason to like, yeah. But though, though Brandon <laughs> does tend to be like, I've said this plenty of times. I'm like. <laughs> Uh, but at least in this case, I, I can I can buy I can buy it. Uh, but yeah. wow, crazy, scazy stuff, so, autonomy stuff, Dakor stuff. Apparently, the title is going to be Dakor. Yeah, I'm. I just I opened uh, Arcanum and I just searched like interest to on all of like basically all of the wobs that aren't lost metal related are just like lists of like what are the like his plans for the Cosmere. <laughs> there you go. That sounds about right. <laughs> and also the first one that shows up is uh, one of David's questions. How? What 2012. Why it says he likes I've had questions. I have no idea. But. Yeah. <laughs> so let, 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 let's, let's actually uh, move, move up the one that is about Kais. Rip Evgeny, who couldn't be on this episode. I know he had some mobs here, but uh, his internet's been down for over 24 hours. So uh, pour, pour one out for Evgeny, we'll folks. Probably be out for another 48. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, like, yikes. Couldn't even delay it to tomorrow <laughs> recording. But we needed an episode, so that's, that's fine. But Veronica, why don't you, why don't you read this uh, Evgeny Wob? Argent asked, we've always understood Elantris to be one of the earliest books in the Cosmere, but we see Kaize as codenames in the Lost Metal, one of the latest books. Has the timeline contracted significantly, or are we just looking at the typical Shadesmore time dilation tricks? Brandon's answer is pretty long. Yeah, I mean, let's read it, though. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing, Argent. I'm not going to be able to give you strict timelines until I write Elantris 2 and 3. So my plan originally, which might have been a bad plan, was Elantris 2 to take some place 10 or 15 years after Elantris 1. Maybe a little less than that, but years have passed. It was called the core in my notes. And then for 3 to be hundreds of years later, I don't know if that's the right move anymore. And if 3 isn't hundreds of years later, then where we slot Elantris is going to change because of where I need certain characters to be in some of these things and certain things going to, that are going to happen. We're getting really close to where this is going to be nailed down and locked down, and I'll get it locked down. <laughs> Probably right when we start Euro 3 is when all of this is going to start. I've promised you guys a timeline. Once we've released that, we don't want to retcon it. Does that make sense? So that's why we're waiting to release it. But Kaizi does have some time dilation going on, though. Though I say her name wrong because I'm not from Cell. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. That helps a lot, actually. Um, some time dilation is going on and she is, yeah. 
more time has passed than the 10 years or so that she's like what 70 million trips and she's gonna be like young 20s now visibly the age that she appears i believe something like that so yeah there you go there's some information for you on <laughs> i'm playing loose and free with this until i really get down to writing these my loose plan is to still write miss bernira 3 book one elaine trist 2 era 3 2 elaine trist 3 era 3 3 uh, five years of writing there that I can't even really think about until I've got Stormlight 5 in Tori's hands, if not your hands. Makes sense. Fascinating. Hundreds of years later for Elantris 3 is spicy, though. Like, I think I've I've never heard this before until this, right? I, I have oh, heard that, it before. That was new. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, Brandon clearly is, like, the Elantra sequels, like clearly there's important stuff for like Era 3, which is why he wants to do that. And we we, we also have some Tress swabs, which will probably be another episode because this is Wob year, guys, in Shardcast. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brandon's been it reiterating that like, yeah, there's, there'll be a timeline eventually. Uh, he doesn't want to be specific until uh, around this time. So that. He's he's been saying that a lot these days. Yeah, it definitely reinforces my belief that there is an Elantris cell like Skadrial collision coming. Yeah. In the future. I, yeah. He, and he's always done that thing where he's like, yeah, like he used to say the Elantris sequels had to come out before yeah. era, before era three. And yeah. now he's like, OK, they'll be contemporaneous. But yeah, I'm like, like alternating. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think they're tied in his head and the fact that he won't nail the timeline down until until he has to it's very interesting yeah yeah and the other thing he said a lot in terms of the elantra sequels is that he has to get them done before he starts on the back half of stormlight yeah so that's also interesting just wait till the irie show up as a major player in book seven i I mean to be fair cell stuff has been coming up kind of a lot like that's probably kind of the most standard Cosmere connection when you're reading Skadriel and Roshar stuff. It's like, oh, there's this cell thing. There's this cell thing. Like that it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a major mm-hmm. world in the Cosmere for sure, right? Yeah. Which I think a lot of people forget about because it was Brandon's like earliest book. Yeah, I and think so, so many people are like, there's so many like other better things. If people are going to skip is still something, it's gonna be probably Elantris. Oh, we're fading into the oblivion, but uh yeah, just Elantris isn't important <laughs> at all in this. Not at all. No, nope. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can really say for sure anything because Brandon was very wishy-washy on the timeline, but I do kind of like the idea of the third Elantris book being quite a bit later in the timeline mm-hmm. on Cell. Like mm-hmm. that that seems appropriate to me given just how early elantra seems and like i feel like we need a lot of development if we want it to be really connected with other things so i I don't know uh i don't know brandon's plans for that uh so Mm -hmm. we'd have to see but yeah it it's helpful to be on a planet where there not that this isn't true of a lot of planets that there are people who live naturally hundreds of years so you can come back to characters that you know a little bit there like I, I, it'd be cool to see Raiden like 300 years later yeah. is he still ruling Elantris is he like I got sick of that crap and like, Serini and uh, and his kid are dead <laughs> and Raiden's well, still alive maybe yeah <laughs> like 
He could be a very different guy. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, that would actually be really cool, honestly. Instead of getting immortal with mortal kids, it's like someone who lives a really, really, really long time and still outlives there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brandon loves playing with immortality. That's the entire reason we're doing Mm -hmm. the Cosmere, it feels like. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that would actually be really... I would dig having um a older, more experienced Raiden as a protagonist of Elantra oh, Three. Yeah. That would be oh, yeah. pretty sweet. That would be awesome. Like mm-hmm. and it, I already liked Raiden from Elantris, but with more experience yeah. and like getting to see uh Elantrian like magic, like just the door in its full force. Like we've yeah. already seen how powerful it is, like in Lost Metal and in Tress. But getting to see a full fledged experienced Elantrian use it would be an incredible or at least like a prominent side character right like maybe not one of like if he still does like triad structures of like three characters mm-hmm. like maybe Raiden isn't one of those for that because maybe he's like I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to duplicate the characters but uh he's like the Galadon too yeah sure the, yeah. sure yeah mm-hmm. or like I'm a Gandalfy figure now and I mean <laughs> Lantrians are basically just wizards who can do whatever so that works great mm-hmm. actually Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could have it like be Raiden's kid, yeah. you know, and then oh, yeah. that'd be who could pay, either be an Elantrian or live a long time because he's an Elantrian's child. I don't know if they've addressed how that works. Raiden's uh, grandchild. Yeah, Raiden's yeah. grandchild who got is an Elantrian. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was notable in this is, I guess we can't like say for sure, but I I found it interesting that he's not saying like, oh, like the Elantris books will come out between the Mistborn books, but that he really does want to write them between the Mistborn books. Yeah. At least that's how I'm yeah. reading it. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Because this is going to be, and he wants to write all the Mistborn books before he publishes the first one. Yeah. And so I'm like, that is, he's going to have to have, that's five be books, a lot of books the first that are... one comes out. That's going to be great. And I mean, mm. I, I know he like said on Reddit a few years ago of like his plan from like writing the book uh, for Era 3 and when they had come out. And uh, he didn't have Elantris in that <laughs> in that scheme, uh, the Elantris sequels. So I, I think this is just one of those things that like Brandon has a lot of ideas as he's wont to do. Uh, and yeah. he's just like, I got just got to finish Stormlight 5. I, I, I really just can't think about anything else to really solidify anything which uh yeah, i get it that makes sense he needs to nail stormlight 5 before he can he, think about anything else he, he really has to make that pretty killer right like he, he he just does so yeah you don't you don't pick up the second half of the 10 book series if the first half is not a satisfying yeah, ending yeah like, uh, i i will wait Ooh. Maybe I don't want to say as long as necessary, because uh, then it'd be a decade <laughs> and it's a wind of, winds of winter thing. I would be totally fine even waiting another year for Brandon to really kill it with Stormlight 5. Maybe maybe that's a hot mm-hmm. take, even if it's not 2024. But uh, I'll give him an extra look, six months. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're getting enough books this year. We're going to have lots to talk about. It's not like we're going to have a content to drop before Stormlight 5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like he, he just he just really has to make it good. And the, the great thing with Brandon is I have complete confidence that he will consistently write and put out products like I'm I have total yeah. confidence about that. Right. Yeah, that's true. He at least won't be doing the thing where he's like, I've written pages and pages. And you're like, well, how many pages, Brandon? Uh, Brandon's <laughs> like, it's this many percentage points. This is how this is what I've done today and this week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, too, mm-hmm. we're lucky. 
in this game. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes increasing sense why Isaac and Dan are being like set up right now to write things when you think about how long Brandon might not be publishing big Cosmere books. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah. like, uh, like oh, that drought uh-huh. after Stormlight 5 before Miss Mordera yeah. 3 comes out. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the the good news is, at least, uh, when Brandon's, like, mostly done with a Stormlight draft, or at least the first main draft in, like, one revision, he can start thinking about other things as he starts to do other revisions. So, like, there's lag time from when he's done to when it's published. And so th- that helps a little bit. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, God, I want Stormlight 5, though. So I, I also any if anyone's in the comments like I cannot wait longer for Stormlight 5, I, I do get it. I really want the book. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, but it would just suck to get at the ending and feel deflated and sad. You know, like you, you just really want it to be killer. Uh, yeah. and you might feel sad. I think you might feel sad. I, I, look, I look, I've always said I think a lot of people are going to die. So a lot of people are going to die, but it's got to be good. I feel like thing- to cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that like recently with Rhythm of War and Lost Metal, like some people are a bit more skeptical of like Brandon, like finishing things. Some sure. people weren't that happy with Lost Metal. And yeah, like, true. Whole plotline in Rhythm of War that people were more divided on. And so I can totally understand why Brandon would like need the time to really nail it so that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, the idea that it was coming out this fall at one point, like in theoretically, it oh retroactively seems a little ludicrous. Uh, he he probably a didn't plan so much Hollywood stuff. What's going on with that? We have no idea. But uh, all the yeah. streaming services are like maybe big series. Maybe we don't want to do that. Uh, that's what it feels like I, to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you might have got a little ahead on that one. But but also just like revision time of four extra books, which like, come on, Brandon, you like, it's like I wrote the book, it'll be fine. It's like you know that takes time to revise these things. But but like he he's like yeah. basically done with Sunlit and like it's going to print right. So like there's only so much that can happen mm-hmm. from there. So I think I think this last half of the year will be very productive for Brandon, uh, mm-hmm. unless he finally gets around to. Al- oh no not Alcatraz shoot Rhythmatist, Rhythmatist. oh yeah that, I'm sure that'll be right that's on. gonna be I don't know if he's going to write that one that might be one of like the the Dan collaborations he wanted someone who knew yeah. about like uh like South American and culture, and culture. And, yeah and like yeah. have a co-author and I don't know mm-hmm. if he's found one but I think if he could get that yeah, out not- like after Stormlight mm-hmm. 5 and before Era 3 that'd be great uh but he just has yeah. to find the right person I don't think he has but yeah and like I've like on the f- one of the many threads where people ask and like, I was like I haven't found a co-author I was like you know JC Cervantes is a great option for that um she has the knowledge she's really nice I've talked to him over a couple of years ago um cool and yeah i mean she's like i mean it's not that exact type of collaboration but she's done things for rick riordan's imprint um so she knows how these things work yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i think he's also just like not ready to co-author it even I feel yeah. like. like I don't think that that's a project that there's space for right now. Yeah, that's gotta yeah. be like that's yeah. post storm my five thoughts. It's like <laughs> I can't do anything else. Wow, we okay, we talked about that a lot. Uh Kendra, you're up for the next one for more lost metal stuff. Speaking yep. of lost metal and endings, uh mm-hmm. we got 
plenty of that. Btil232 says, where and how did the set learn about hemallergy initially? Hemallergy did not seem to be common knowledge, at least to Wayne and Marasi, when given the book by, Mar- by Marsh, but the set seems to know all about it anyway. Brandon. So, yes, it was not common knowledge. There was some help from autonomy on this, but it also involved the interrogation of somebody on world that did not want to be interrogated. And then a whole lot of experimentation. They had years to play with this. They didn't come right out of the gate knowing exactly how to do it. Who is being interrogated? Yeah, I think a lot of people have proposed it might have been Spook, like after he retired. I Um, think it's got to be Spook. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. How could they have possibly, like, ca- I guess Mistborn can be captured and like caught yeah. off guard. But I'm like, I'm like, he is the only Mistborn in the whole world at that point, and like the set captures him, and maybe you know, like, I don't understand anything about what he and Kelsier got up to. Yeah. Post. <laughs> post secret history but they were like let's start playing with spikes like he could have upgraded himself substantially he may have made the bands spook may have done that right well well we have reason to believe that kelsier would have had trouble now yeah exactly (laughs) like my my thought was a chondra the chondra know a lot about allergy yeah i was trying to think if there was any way it could be when when did the set definitely first have spikes was that in bands the first time we saw them themselves using spikes that's when we first saw them they may have had them Mm -hmm. earlier uh certainly palm used them and bleeder was like vague like there there was some vague interplay but like they weren't super friendly so like they may have known stuff then it it did sort of seem like the hemallergy stuff was sort of long running and like there was Edward's plan with like the breeding program, right? And then like mm-hmm. there was the hemallergy plan. Like that's sort of that's how it seemed like. So Yeah. And there is that one sketchy alloy of law annotation mention oh. of Miles having spikes or having mm-hmm. a spike. Oh yeah. That you're always like, okay, is that actually true? Um, because it's never come up again. But I mean, wouldn't be surprising about that. Given yeah. Lost Metal uh, and just like that cycle, just like having a trellium spike or something like I don't know if mm-hmm. Miles had a trellium spike, but they they could have had this knowledge for like or at least some rudimentary knowledge for like decades before Lost Metal. I think that makes more sense. I was thinking initially Riller when he got messed up by them uh, and oh, sure. banned, but I don't think that they like ever had him for like questioning. Like, it seems like they mostly just blew him up and then he like dragged himself back to a Wendell. He wouldn't even be useful was... even if you did have him, right? Without that spike, they didn't have right? that spike. Yeah, yeah. I just don't it think would be it useless. worked. Yeah. I-, I think a Chondra or Spook is probably, like, I, I think mm-hmm. Chondra is a very good uh, candidate for who was interrogated. I think I think it's Spook, though. I gotta be honest. Like, uh, that it, maybe they tortured and killed him. I don't know. That's an awful way to go for you know, a protagonist. Like, just like, this this protagonist lived and then at the end of his life off screen, he was captured and tortured. <laughs> okay. Well, when you put it like that, yeah, you're not wrong, but you know what? I like characters to suffer. So, you know, it's good. <laughs> maybe yeah, he's still around. He's got healing. Maybe if he spiked himself, he could come back from it. But then you gotta, you know, you don't let that guy live after you. Yeah. I don't think you do. Maybe they, they, maybe they didn't have that option. Maybe, maybe Kelsey they are incompetent. They, they, that's true they are 
they're not very good at their job. <laughs> Wasn't there some wob about like maybe not directly, but um, like Kelsier might upset them on that path? Yes. Oh, yeah. Started in the Kelsier episode, and I think that uh, might have to do with it. I think we're going to get it in this episode because we didn't get it into it in the last swab episode. So we'll 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 talk about that. So probably endless swab episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the next one. Senjox asks. We've seen in both Secret History and Rhythm of War that a shard's power has a will of its own and can reject a vessel if it's not adequate, like preservation with Kelsier, and tempt if it is like, like Odium t- with Teravangian. Does that mean that the first 16 that ascended needed to be fit for their respective shards? Great question. I've wondered this a lot because especially with like Vin taking up preservation, it's like, oh, you needed to be in the well to attune. Remember that? <laughs> it's weird. Oh, right. The tuning force. Okay. Yeah. Brandon. Yes. To an extent, yes. It was a little easier back then, but yes. So Brandon thinks for a while. Yes. So why am I hesitating on this? Not all of the 16 could have taken any one of the 16. So not all the vessels could take any of the 16 but the flexibility of which ones they could have taken was much greater than you're perhaps anticipating right now there were certain shards that they had they deliberately had a person pick up that they thought would be a better controller of that shard if that makes sense rather than picking the person who is the best match so there you go oh okay i I see like he totally tracks with ruin yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like someone might have been more destructive potentially, but they're like, that's a bad idea. I'm going to choose Ati. He seems he seems nice. It'll be fine uh, type thing, even if it's not the best fit. Mechanically, why I, I can see why it could be easier right after the shattering that uh, it could be easier to pick up. I'm just not sure exactly mechanically why that would have changed, because I don't think <sighs> vessels holding the shard really changed the intent of the shard. Right. Like that. I, I don't think that's yeah. really a thing that they leave like a lasting impact on that core intent of the shard. Right. I think you're right that they don't. My thought is twofold. Maybe they're both related. Maybe they're not. One is just that they were all. Pre- I think that like. Now we see that people from specific planets are more connected to specific shards, and that wasn't so much a thing in the past. So I'm yeah, like, okay, sure. they were probably all relatively equally connected, if not maybe like personality-wise best suited for all the shards. And B, I wonder if this isn't like a super well-formed thought, but like, you know, especially if they if we think that Analysium like shattered along into quarters and then into sixteenths. Sure. I could see that the mm-hmm. intent still kind of like solidifying a little bit. Like it's early and they're still like the shards are still kind of settling into what they're going to become. They've just been created now and they're still kind of separating themselves out. So there might have been a little just a little easier in those first moments to pick up a shard hmm. than it would be once they'd kind of settled into what they were going to become. Hmm. Yeah. Like it took me a moment to figure out exactly what. Uh, the sound like, but I think, I think I'd make an analogy a little bit like 
to the time like post Big Bang, where yeah, everything was like settling. That's exactly like, what I was thinking, Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like to how it now, and like obviously that took like hundreds and thousands of years and however long it was. Uh, but well, it depends year, exactly what you're referring to there specifically. But uh, yeah, you know, but mm. it, it, a lot, a lot longer time, but. I mean, it makes sense that because they were so new, the divisions were so new. Like they were still like trying to like figure each other out because they were all still part of like this one thing that was Adonalsium, whatever Adonalsium was. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't exactly un even quite perfectly understand what these intents really were at that time, right also after the shattering, true. right? Like, how much would they even know? This is mm -hmm. an unprecedented event. Like, clearly they like, oh, this is sort of this ability, right? Which uh, is why they would get the best controller on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can but, sense something, but yeah, the, the full intent is probably not, was probably not um, noticeable there. And maybe. some of the shards have like vaguer, like less clear um like meanings like what they do because like honor is pretty straightforward ruin is pretty straightforward autonomy what but is that the, i don't know autonomy, you, would, you would think autonomy um, would kind of be straightforward but <laughs> it's not no. <laughs> no um and some of the newer ones like from rhythm or they're yeah whimsy more wishy-washy it's just like how much time Invention. did they have post shattering before they like how much consideration? Because like Zed did not have a lot of time. It's like I got to make a call right now, you know, like how mm -hmm. much time was there? Really? Yeah, well, we don't know. Like we know there was a plot and there was a plan that they executed, yeah. mm -hmm. but we don't really know what they like. They, they may have known they were going to become gods, but they might not have known what the intents were going to be. We don't yeah. like were they like, OK, and after we kill him, like, Adi, you're going to go for the destruction one. Like, did they have that yeah. level of knowledge? Or? I, I doubt they had that level of knowledge yeah. before I, the I shattering. I, I think they probably would have been able to sense the intent, at least a decent portion of the intent after the shattering, which is which would explain that the best controller, the better controller from Brandon's answer. But before the shattering, there's I, I highly doubt it. And we also know that Hoyd was offered one and he didn't choose to take up a shard. And yeah. so that shook things up. I want to well. see that. Yeah. I want to see how that conversation <laughs> went. You know, well, it's such a funny, like musical chairs moment. Like, do you think they were like, oh, shoot, there's only 16 pieces. Like you order a pizza and you're like, oh, man. OK, <laughs> we shouldn't have had 17. That was stupid. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> all these other dragons, you don't get a shard. Only only a few. Dragons. Yeah. Uh, but or they're like, is there somebody nearby that we can? <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel like they really wouldn't have a lot of consideration time on this, no. like like yeah. minutes, like maybe not even 10 minutes to like uh, get people to pick up yeah. the shard. And maybe the Dawn shard granted them some information like they, they felt how things were going as they're using the Dawn shards to destroy Aiden Alcium and things. And so they they like kind of knew what was going on, maybe. But yeah, see. Uh that's a really good point, too, because you're like, OK, they would have presumably had the Dawn Shards when they yeah. were using them to kill Aiden Alcium. Yeah, but then why? The shards go? What happened with the Dawn Shards after yeah. that? Were they like, oh, crap, I dropped one. <laughs> Hoyt's like, yeah, mine like, now. Get out of here. Yeah, and, yeah. Maybe, I'll take this. Yeah. Honestly, maybe the Dawn Shards is a reason why some people some of these vessels could be more connected to certain shards over others. If like mm -hmm. the Dawn Shards had some relationship with four shards or something maybe but i, I kind of mm -hmm. like that it's just 
A, they were Yolish. B, they were made up of Adenalcium stuff, right? So that it's not really connected yeah. to individual colors of shards, right? Like, uh, I I almost imagine maybe a dragon that was still living from those times might just have an easier time picking up several shards, regardless oh, yeah. of what had happened because of that, mm -hmm. potentially. The potential for weird Yolish stuff with it being the first planet is very high. Uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah. We barely know anything about Yolan we, anyway. Well, uh, and the things we know, like the Shattered Plains and stuff, they're not even there anymore. So who knows? Nope. Cool. <laughs> David, you're just getting all the Elantris things. Am I getting a cool, another cool Elantris blob? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> Oh, there we go. This is okay. This one is from our very own Joff Wu, Joffwa, Josh, yep, uh, on 17 Shard staff. And he asks, Why did Shai have to draw a map of the Elendel Basin if the jar of the door was her source of investiture? Did the map connect her to another source of investiture? Brandon, no, the map didn't, but her magic is still wonky. Selish magic has some wonkiness <laughs> to it, and it needs to be tricked. Yeah, sure. Sure, why what not? What does this mean, Brandon? I think it means Brandon thought it was cool for uh, her to draw a map. Andor can work however Brandon wants it to work. And if Brandon wants it to work this way, then it's like, ah, oh, well, you know, it's a little wonky. Devotion and Dominion, that's fine. Well, like we know she was using connection hacks to speak the language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In yeah. some way. So she's definitely she's definitely already forged a false connection with Scadriel in some sure. way. And so maybe it was just an easier way to do it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I'm trying to think like if she had built herself as, you know, this is just me spitballing here, but if she'd built herself as a standard Elantrian who needed to use the standard Aeons, mm -hmm. she would then have to explain to it. I, but that, no, I don't think so then. Cause now you're like, okay, you've got this, this battery of power. Yeah, you just you have it. used, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's more that the Aeons need to be tricked into channeling a different source, maybe? But like, but that that's not what the map of of the Elendil Basin yeah. is doing. Like that that's that's yeah. not its function. It's to look like the Elendil Basin and have Aeons based off that, right? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't get it at all. <laughs> I, I don't get it either. No, and like the other thing is like well, at least in the illustrations, Hoyt was using regular Aeons. Like, yep. not, not even with a chasm line uh, in Tress. So, uh, what's going on there? I okay. wouldn't read too much into the that. The I, I don't think that that level of detail went into... The, like, I think the art is very good, and I enjoy it a lot. But I don't think it was... They were giving Howard Lyon those kind of notes. Like, I think there was some broad ones, but I don't think they were like, OK, you're going to add this one weird little line to like every. I don't think yeah, I mean, the potential for weird stuff happening in Elantra sequels is also very high so that a chasm line mm. may not be necessary, potentially. Oh, so true. Because like they're on a totally different planet and they're and Hoyd's just like, yo, yeah, I'm just using it just like full powered and it doesn't matter. So I, I don't really know how or why that even works. But <sighs> yeah, it's it's tricky because you're like, he, he's in the sorceress's area. So maybe she's got a local door set up, whatever that means. Oh. <laughs> sure. But then, but then he's still able to modify Charlie's curse even after she leaves. So he's still doing something. It's not like that indicates to me that 
maybe it's just easier to use aeons in that far future for whatever reason he like, does like it's not say so on like in the answer her magic is still wonky and i wonder if that still is that like at that current time when shay has to do that the magic is still wonky but then later on it gets fixed <laughs> that's hmm. actually a really interesting yeah. point actually because brandon's like oh yeah dress is coming out next month this is a december stream it's like tee uh that, that that's actually pretty plausible it's like yeah yeah it doesn't have to mean that, of course, but it does seem like some big events might be happening in the Elantra sequels, though. You know, it does. It does. Yeah. There's some mm. there's some open questions. And it, it could be interesting if like Elantra's 2 is them kind of fixing the magic or or that's something that happens. Like, wouldn't you just have to sh shove the door back into the <laughs> spiritual realm? Like, isn't that the yeah. only way you could even do that? But then why would you need the symbols anymore, right? Because Yeah, the, you would change the magic again. Yeah, yeah. So I I think Brandon's being vague because he, he knows broad strokes, but not specifics of what's actually yep, happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so concerned it's not gonna come together. Same with like the recreant stuff and like stormlight stuff from like oh, book one and two, three. Like, how will this work in book eight and nine? Will will one line screw you in Oathbringer chapter 38 when <laughs> the Stormfather's just <laughs> spitballing? I don't know. Thank God he has Karen to help him. <laughs> <place. laughs> yeah. yeah. It's more than he used to have. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Veronica. So Ten Fern, which I almost read as Talon the Fan. Different person. <laughs> different person. Uh asks. In the moods world hopping as part of the 17th shard, has he interacted with the ghost buds? And if so, does he know if Lydacar is Kelsier? Excellent question. That's a great question. Um, Brandon says ha he has interacted with the ghost buds. I don't know if he's made the connection or not. I would have to write some stuff in his viewpoint and see where it falls in the timeline. He knows Yaddle and her brother and where they came from. That's a group from where Demo currently makes his base of operations. That's he, like, I think he's saying Demu bases in Silverlight because he's oh, saying okay, sure. yeah. yeah 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 because Iatl yeah. uh, has Southern Skadrian heritage but is from Silverlight yeah of course mm -hmm. yeah, yeah for sure yeah that's the only Which thing that makes sense to know yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but not surprising given he's in the 17th shard yeah. we know that Brandon has said Silverlight stuff is when I would do more 17 shard stuff hey guys name yeah. your site the 17th oh shard yeah super really important Brandon like 13 years later, nothing. <laughs> it would be really fun if when he does like the 17th charge, if he does the 17th charge stuff in Silver yeah, Light. A lot of bucks. If, um, like, they're like some cameos because he told us this ages ago yeah. and we still have basically nothing. Nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. At least it still makes sense. Even with nothing, you were like, "Oh, there are sixteen shards. We're the seventeenth shard." Yeah. You know, like it's not—it's not like we're. It's like a completely random name that like no one has any. Like <laughs> we're not the Night Brigade for like twenty years. <laughs> oh, I think it, wouldn't it be funny if we were called the Dust Brigade and it just was a time for the whole time? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. That would have been funny. We're just like, what do we do with this? <laughs> I guess we're changing our domain name. Well, I guess we have to take that hit there. Uh, yeah. White Caillou asks, will a wax find out that he is a Mistborn during his lifetime? This is assuming we won't see him again. Brandon. 
Wax suspects it already. There's a piece of him that knows by the end of this book. He will know pretty soon. He's a detective, right? Wax is used to getting a little extra from the mists, which is clouding his ability to put his finger exactly on what's happening. But there's a piece of him that expects, suspects. And you can't anticipate that even in the year between and in the prologue, epilogue soon after his recovery he went and tested and found out what's going on and is keeping his lips sealed about what that implies this part is still super weird about lost metal can i just say that that just like wax being a misborn it's like we're never seeing wax again so like it's it's a little wonky oh i love it i kind of love it actually oh yeah i think i think it's cool honestly this is i've seen some people be like it should have been Reference in the book that he knew. And I don't actually necessarily agree with that because I do feel like you can like you could kind of guess that he probably knew when you're reading it. You know, like, I don't think we need to always make this sort of stuff explicit. Sure. And he was already in the moment wondering, like, you know, when he pulled that vial into his hand, like three days afterward, when he's like thinking about everything that's happened, he's like going to be like, that was pretty weird. Yeah. You know, and he's going to do something about that. For sure. For sure. Like, I, I guess the, the main thing is that if Wax has another kid, then they could mm-hmm. have like some strong allomancy because of the Lorassium. Yeah. Uh, and cool. So like that, 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 that's cool. But Lost, Lost Metal is a crazy <laughs> book. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in that book. <laughs> like, geez. I it's I like that Lorassium is back. Like, I like yeah. I always yeah. like that moment. I thought it was exciting. I like the idea that more that there'll be the ability to kind of up the magic potential on Scadriel again, as much as I like Farron's mm-hmm. Mistings. I do something like watching a Mistborn crack some skulls. Uh, yeah. I am curious exactly how weak a Mistborn he is. Like, I feel like that mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily addressed. Like, I'm like, he got like microscopic amounts. Like, is he, is he like pulling, is pulling a vial the most he can do or like, yeah, sure. Yeah. He could be a weak Mistborn. Cool. Ooh. I'm getting all the shard ones. I, I'm I'm fine with that. This this is the stuff I really love. Rashara asks, can shards lie anytime they want to, other than when they are bound by oaths and such? Brandon, yes. Anytime they want to might be a little uh but but that caveat you put on there, there are instances where they can't, but you should assume that they are able to more often than not. I'm Sure, we've seen instances of it in multiple places in the books. Their duty to randos, as we might say, is much less than interacting with one another. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I I never had any expectation that there was like some fey stuff where it's like, oh, yes, I have to always be honest and talk around being honest. Like, I see no reason why that would need to be the case for shards. So th- this makes yeah. perfect sense to me. Um, like if you make an oath about a thing that that would be different, but like to yeah. just random people, then nah. Yeah. Like, I think you could think about it like Odeon would be totally capable of being like, I'm going to attack you next week and having that be a lie. But like his deal with Teravangian that he made before Teravangian mm-hmm. took over, I believe that was binding. I don't think he yeah. could have lied about that. He made an agreement. And if a shard makes an agreement, you do get, or at least you there are consequences for breaking as opposed to being unable to break it. Yeah. Like the power is bound to that. So yeah, you, you, you Mm -hmm. have to. So. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that Brandon went this route because trying to figure out like, I said, I like wording (laughs) where it's half truth, half lies, skirting around things. 
can be exhausting sometimes. So yeah. I'm glad we can. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's some shards who are like, I usually tell the truth, but like, mm. there's a time where I would lie. I'd, I have to go back through era two, but like, are, is there any point where Seiza's just like directly lying? Like, he's there's definitely a lot of lying by omission. Brandon really needs the lie by omission part to be very fundamental if you're divine because they just know too much, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> this one okay here we go oh what what are the odds that this does someone move something because i feel like the odds that, this, that i have to read my own defeat out loud okay to be fair veronica high. did move it because she wanted to read a particular one not uh, yeah, specifically okay. to uh, okay. have it be you necessarily here we but. go yeah. all right here i go reading lutheran telescopes blob where he proves me wrong Let's launch into it. At the end of the lost metal, we learn that Marsh will be using ATM from the at metal experiments to stay alive going forward. However, Peter recently revealed and you confirmed that the ATM in era one, which stored youth was actually a mix of ATM and Electro. How will this continue to work to keep him young? Brandon, they're going to have a different term for pure ATM and for what has been known as ATM, what they're making. It's not hard to get the right mix down for what he needs to stay alive. It is hard to make enough of it to keep him alive. Well, not hard, but definitely not scalable to more than one person. How about that? They're able to do it. You've just got to make an ally. I will apologize for this. I do not accept. <laughs> this is a post-Era 1 retcon where I realize all I need all the god medals to do different things. And this is just one of the aspects that comes down. For those who don't know what's going on, I get done with Era 1. I start really working on the nature of metals in the Cosmere. I'm like, eh, ATM really should have been burnable by anybody. It's a god medal. The way God metals work is not in line with how I've made ATM. So what they call ATM has to have trace elements of something else. And then there's a pure form of ATM out there that would be the pure, the true pure God metal. That is one of those unfortunate retcons when you're doing all this continuity. And it works just fine in the books because of that way ATM is being made. It's a pretty complicated little process there in the pits of us. <laughs> question? It's the right question. Say that it's going to get out of this pure ATM, which he is going to need to tweak before he gives it to Marsh. Whether Marsh knows he's getting a tweak version or not is subject to your own interpretation. For Arcanist purposes, if you were to call the other one pure ATM and the regular one just ATM, I'd recommend something like that for your wikis and things like that. Yeah, I guess we should probably have I'm a pure glad ATM at least article. he clarified that. <laughs> Maybe we need a pure ATM article. Uh, I'm grumpy it, about it. <laughs> with it, it except like putty but uh putty probably yeah <laughs> yeah well it does confirm now that we don't know what pure atm ferrochemically does because sure. apparently the atm electrum alloy is the one that stores age yeah uh, sure yeah. easy i mean right might as well at least it's consistent. If he if he was like, no, pure ATM's power is storing age, but they were getting a different alimantic power, but it was working ferrochemically, I might have exploded. So <laughs> this is the best. I I love when David's upset. It's very entertaining. <laughs> I, I just you know, I've made my peace with it. It's fine. It doesn't yeah. sound like you've made your peace with it quite yet. Yeah. I think that. You didn't need to explain why anyone couldn't burn pure ATM or regular ATM because they're more of preservation than of ruin. So you can just be like, oh, it didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, but like a Nalfian maybe could or some crap. I don't know. But 
but like, can anyone burn trellium? Can anyone burn racium? Like, is that like, and Rashar, if you put racium in your mouth, can you burn it? Like, I, that doesn't 100% make sense to me. <laughs> so I don't think that this needs to be a Cosmere wide rule in the way he's saying it does. That I will say. There must be some reason why Brandon thinks that's important, right? Yeah. That like we're not seeing this because we have the full picture, right? But I, I do agree with you that there are definitely other explanations that could work for that problem. It might be more specific to like because Skadriel, the, the, the Skadrians are able to the burn the metals and anybody can burn Lorassium and Lorassium is a god metal. So anybody should be able to burn pure Atium because Atium is also a god metal. But it's specific to Skadrians. So so his saying yeah, anybody is able to burn it is not anybody in the entire Cosmere, but more anybody on in, anybody. I don't even want to say born Skadrian, but like any Skadrian. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. But maybe. But like, can't anyone in the Cosmere burn Laracium? Do yeah, we not yeah. think that if oh, I mean Hoyd, yeah, Hoyd, Hoyd can, yeah, yeah exactly. Hoyd's weird. I, I I hesitate to cite Hoyd in things. That's but, that's a fair you point. Know, yeah. Also true. Yeah. So yeah. this is so this is this is basically BS. Is I think what we've come down on. Uh, <laughs> good talk, group. Uh, yeah. <laughs> BS for Brandon Sanderson, baby. Boom. It, yep. <laughs> uh well, that's that's cool. Nice. So ranks. Uh, uh, how how do you pronounce that? Sure, ranks. Yeah, sure. ranks. I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, asks, uh, will we ever learn of Ishik's fate? Did he finally marry Maib? Can you tell us anything about his experiences during the events of the last four books? And Brandon says, "Man, there's so many people. I will try to get you Ishik's fate. I will try to get Ishik's fate in. He has he was so much fun to write. I will do my best. And the reason why I wanted to read this is because I wanted to shout out our friend Cal, who's been on the World Hoppers podcast." A couple of times and will be for all our stonelight episodes except those were recorded two years ago and secret projects have derailed everything and so <laughs> they haven't okay, even started nice. coming out yet very good um but he somehow managed to get Ishik into every single episode he's been on since way of kings that's pretty funny so yeah it's like mentioning i, I think it's funny. Nice. He's, he's gonna like this oh, one yeah. mm-hmm. this is funny to me considering brandon's like well i don't want wheel of time level character creep uh, and i'll I'll make interludes where i I don't i don't have to experience them again and people like but i really like that character brandon's like i really like him too though that's the problem (laughs) it's like ah yeah that's where they get you brandon Mm -hmm. for those who might not recall is sheik is the pure laker guy who is looking for hoid for the 17th shard and that's a fun interlude. I think it is the very first interlude. It is actually, the very first interlude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you can kind of, it is like my favorite of like the old style interludes that were not as plot connected, sure. where you can just, like Brandon just drops you somewhere in the world mm-hmm. and you can tell he's having a great time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Filling out yeah. this little corner and you're kind of, and it's just a little self-contained little nugget yeah i hope we get more of those in like back half yeah like book six yeah like it makes sense as we're getting to an ending that like things are more connected but yeah you're we (laughs) we do kind of lose something also we didn't need uh aiden interlude but you know anyway oh my god the worst interlude ever (laughs) (laughs) agree though hot takes on this show this is your you're back a real shardcast you got hot takes here um let's talk about white sand some more uh okay 
Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Just endlessly <laughs> complaining about White Sand. Perfect. <laughs> Common Werewolf 9265 asks, we know that Hoyd has three apprentices. Are all of them human? Is design one of those apprentices? <laughs> Brandon, design is not one, and they are not all human. I've almost written a book about one of them multiple times. In fact, one secret project started off about one of them. When I was planning one of the secret projects to do, there was a plan to attempt to do one of them. That was the kite magic system. And I never got beyond uh, the design stage in that one. The kite magic book would have starred one of Hoyd's apprentices who is not human. Okay. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we knew one was not human. I have no idea. But maybe it's just because it's been a few. I, maybe I'm like, oh, yeah, it's from this old mob and this is the old mob. I think, possible. no, I think that's the case. I think okay. we, I think we theorized it, but I think this okay. is the mob that confirmed that one of them is not Got human. It. Okay, cool. Thanks. That's the problem with us not being prompt on these. It's like, oh, that's old knowledge, right? That's from ages yeah, ago. Incorporated in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Secret Project Kite Systems. Yeah. Yeah, get ready for Secret Project 5, everybody. Uh, <laughs> all kites I, all the time. That's its name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I love that he was like, this was almost Secret Project, and then you know that he also tried to write Kingmaker as a Secret Project, and I'm like, how many, mm-hmm. like, were bubbling, like, right beneath the surface there? I think Brandon has ideas bubbling uh, underneath the surface every single day, and then it's just like, will I have time to write any of this? He must be happy with Stormlight. I get that he loves long. Like, he's he set himself up with so many, like, a 10-book series, a 16-book series. And I'm like, for a man who's just full of ideas, you really committed to a few of them. I, I don't know. That intentionally blank episode where he was talking with Dan and there's, like, a a D&D thing and uh, Brandon like says to Dan, no, 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 don't tell him that oh, because yeah. that's in Stormlight 5 and it's like, it's gonna <laughs> oh, be really good. That. Like, this is going to be the yeah. best ending that I've, like, the best thing I've ever come up with that I'm like, man, damn, Brandon. Like, like I'm sure there are just, like, those endings when you are at a mm-hmm. end of a series can be so impactful and awesome that you just can't do in a one book kind of like hero of ages from final empire like final empire i think has a great ending but hero of ages i think is a more impactful ending Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, for sure uh and just because there's the weight of all of that so uh yeah but he he does have endless ideas he's he's an idea guy all around for sure Potato Tagger uh, asks, I love that. I, I really like that username. Will we ever see a story from Mythos? Brandon, I would sure like to write one for Mythos, but we'll see. There's a lot of stuff I want to write. Mythos <laughs> is a place. That's the colloquial term for the place. Thanks a lot, Brandon. That's really helpful. Thanks, but Brandon. <laughs> it's, it is more than Vax. See, he confirmed it's, 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 it's implied to be a place. It's implied not, it's to be a place. Yeah, a that's place. right. Yes. Colloquial term is interesting. What does that I don't even know. mean? It like, means that it's like to the place, like people no, from there would call. No, oh. I understand that, but I'm like, just like, why is Brandon doing that? In other words, that, that that's the more important thing, right? Because usually because he doesn't Brandon do that. and he wants to be mysterious. I guess. I mean, with a name like yeah. Mythos, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it it is like if you're like, okay, if this is not like the fa- the formal name for it, if this is a nickname for it, 
like pretty if we're meant to read it like mythos like legend you're like okay there's a place that you named like legend essentially like that's gotta i don't know that's interesting it really has that high fantasy almost like greek mythology like yes. olympus vibes uh, to that name mm-hmm. for sure yeah. oh i hope i hope that whatever is going on on that planet has those greek mythology vibes because i love that but who knows i, I think you have to if 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 there's a more formal name and the one that's easier or the the ones like oh yeah the common name is like oh yeah mythos that makes sense it's like i guess so right <laughs> anyway uh again when will we see a thing on this but i'm excited but brandon's like oh yeah Bjendal, mythos just oh just my god yeah he he's he all he does now is just expand the the play like the <laughs> setting he's just like the setting's bigger you need to know this i don't know if i'm gonna get around to it but there's more places no nightblood book for Thanks, you <laughs> to be fair would i rather have a mythos story than a nightblood book i don't know maybe it's hard impossible to say it's, literally, it's literally yeah. impossible <laughs> to say without reading them brandon has no. a hard job Just no actually picking. nightblood would be better because he's trying to bring in darrow from original aether of night oh i hope he manages so. to do that mm-hmm. darrow is a funny character i hope he manages to do that i haven't read it i haven't read <laughs> secret project too oh this is well this is this isn't secret project related. Oh, no, but. I know. I'm just saying, like, I haven't read Aether. I haven't read. Uh, oh, I, just, I just haven't yeah. read these. Things. No, I haven't yeah. read secret project Two either. Yeah. I've, I've got the podcast. I've got uh, the audio book downloaded. Yeah. It's happening eventually. All right. So this one is by my vehicles. Uh, <laughs> and they asked. Yeah. A while back, you said that if you didn't reveal how medallions are made after the lost metal, we could bug you for the step by step process. Can you tell us now? <laughs> Uh, and Brandon says, so I tried to find my little write-up on this, and I can't find it. So I have to rewrite it up. You can bug me, but I'm not going to get to it yet. It needs to be canonized for certain things that are coming up very soon, so I need to write it all out again. Double-check that I run it through continuity, that it is right. The more we do these things, the more complicated it gets. The more like computer programming in a world using physics that don't even exist it gets, which is fun. That's the feature, not the bug, but that it gets really finicky how these things work, but it means I have to do the that whole write-up again. It was several pages. So I'm going to do that again. I have I have to have it in hand before I can do era three. Book me again when I'm writing era three. Sorry. This is a literal nightmare that I would have that I write a thing that I'm like, that was really good, and then I'm like, it's lost forever because I just can't find it. It's like, it's somewhere on my computer. And it's kind of important to the world building, and then you lose it. And like several pages of dense world building, like, oh, that's nightmare fuel for me, writing a book. almost happened to me once except it was nowhere near as important as yeah. this because it was just like basics but i lost my writing notebook um for artistica once and i was like oh my like my whole outline everything is there because i hadn't oh, transferred no. any of the world building to scrivener back then oh, i found no. it yikes but oh. i was so scared for that's that's like I'm i need so to i will look for a week because i'm so annoyed by it but brandon's like ah you know i'll write it again <laughs> yeah yeah and i think there has been some frustration with this that people were like oh you told us that you would do it sure. and it hasn't happened which i understand the frustration yep i do think that he said that so long ago that i'm kind of I'm like okay he didn't really know the 
That was a promise that he made at one point. But the man says a lot of stuff. And we ask <laughs> mm-hmm. him for a lot of things. And while he's in the middle of writing Stormlight 5, it doesn't make sense to me that he would take the time to redo this. Absolutely. All the, mm-hmm. all the engines are pushing in one direction. Yep. And to go, yeah. let me go. Let me like remember what all the ferrochemical powers do and try to make this happen. What are those excisers? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you probably have to, I feel like he's going to have to get Peter involved and be like, okay, did I ever talk to you about how this worked? And they're going to have to recreate it. Stress. Mm-hmm. I, I hate this. Uh, just yeah, imagining being Brandon doing this, but uh I also think that was a post bands thing, but like no more than 2017, 2018 when he was saying this. So like, I think the lost metal we got is different from his initial conceptions Mm -hmm. of it. And that maybe medallions were a lot more important in that initial conception. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get it to you after Lost Metal. That that'll make sense. And like maybe he's mm-hmm. just pushed that stuff back into Era Three. And so like, yeah. there's no reason why it would need to come out with Lost Metal because we didn't get any of that in here, basically. Yeah. Right. Like it doesn't. It's not important for that book. But I, I think he said that when he thought it would be more relevant for the book. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that's just a good thing to hold in mind for like all like long term promises mm. is like. There are things set in a time and circumstances change, especially six or seven years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I don't get that Nalthus essay in Arcanum Unbounded 2 or the, <laughs> the 10 year anniversary of our Arcanum Unbounded, I am going to flip. <laughs> Speaking that is of the worst problems. place for it. It yeah. is the worst place for it. It I is pretty bad. Will, I will be so annoyed if that's how they do it. I just want it, David. I don't care how I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to know about the cognitive anomaly. Yeah. Oh, let me place this long-awaited piece of lore in a book that costs $100. Oh, yeah. It's impossible to keep in stock. <laughs> okay, okay. That's a good point. I'm not saying you don't have a good point. I, mean, I just want it. Okay. You did. They didn't. They did reprint Elantris with the 10th anniversary stuff. Yeah. After mm-hmm. the you can buy that. So yeah. you, you can. I think they could probably do something like that for our. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. It could just be a thing. It's in the leather bound and we're posting it to the site as well. And it's just like now. That's now, fine. Like that. That would be fine. That's fine. I, he yeah. sh- I just want him to write an Arcanum Unbounded 2 with the Nalta story. Then you can put the essay in there where it makes sense. And yeah. just instead of just like two pages where you're like, and here's a planet that I didn't have time to write a story yeah, for. Yeah, but we're, we're three years away at this stage, David. We're not that far. We're almost there. I can wait enough to play. I can, can wait eternally. We can do our Nalthus essay uh, uh, podcast topic that's been on the list for a while. Yeah. <laughs> See, I no remember way. listening to the Shardcast episode from when Arcanum about that came out. Uh, I remember that. Well, oh, the oh the no, shard. I think you mean shard really keepers. Shard keepers. Yeah, in I have no idea at this point when we did the but letters. The yeah. Is, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. That was it's mm, good. That I remember being so mind blown about all those things. Oh, that's it's really spicy. fun to listen to those really old episodes with oh, current I knowledge. don't want to know about the audio quality about those. So let's <laughs> move on to the next question. <laughs> Uh, Argent asked, it looks like we're done with the set on Telson stories. So can you share a bit about how the organization started and slash or how Telson joined them? 
realmente the set began honestly as a domino effect of the things Kelsier was doing on world which is what i was bringing up earlier yep. um mm-hmm. it is his fault he wouldn't necessarily t- uh, ne- he wouldn't necessarily take responsibility for it a group of people who knew that things were happening behind the scenes through various machinations and things like this decided that there was power to be had from what they didn't quite know was off world yet but they knew they were basically ancient gods this was a great opportunity for certain individuals and beings around the cosmere specific ones to take over the reins on this people who begin looking for ancient gods find them it turns out in the cosmere sometimes <laughs> i guess Thompson so. <laughs> was involved from a young age and wax's parents were not wax's uncle was i don't think he actually recruited her as i remember it's been a while since i went through these things he being a part of it was part of how she found her way there if that makes any sense Telson was always very ambitious and always new Telson can be seen as a bit of a model for the set itself in that she knew that there was more out there that people weren't telling her and she found it and then it consumed her and then Adam uh, jumps in and says, people in chat are saying that Telson recruited Suit. Yes. And Brandon is like, that's right, Telson did recruit Suit. So, yeah, Telson recruited Suit. She was looking for things, she found her way to it. There. So there we are. Edwarn, Suit is his title. Yeah, I know there was something there, but it's been... Like I said, I view Telson as kind of an example of how the set itself came to be. And I have to talk around some things because I want to write... Secret history sequels. Oh <laughs> ah, stab me in the heart, Brandon. And in them, you should be able to see the origins of the set. It is planned right now to be not... It's not like Kelsier founded it, but the ripple effects of Kelsier, of things Kelsier was doing. <laughs> thanks, Brandon. Thanks, thanks Thank a lot. Thanks a lot, much. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I do want also, to see not gonna be happy. I mean, she isn't happy about this. Yeah. Well, I love Secret History 2 stuff. I feel like for Secret History 1, it was cool, but you didn't like know you needed it until it came out. But for True. Secret History 2, you can feel the gaps where yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's supposed yeah. to go a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because there's 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 like spook stuff, Kelsier stuff, band stuff, uh set stuff, like yeah, there's cuz the set origin is so so mysterious that it uh almost feels first order-esque in Star Wars sequels. It's just like, yeah, they're here now. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Uh sure, why not? But I I do like yeah, people begin looking for ancient gods, finds them, it turns out, in the Cosmere yeah. sometimes. And <laughs> half of them are autonomy, apparently. Uh, so like, <laughs> oh, you'll get there oh, pretty true. quick. We have talked about the swab uh, in the Kelsier episode. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's been ages since we recorded it, so I don't exactly remember what we said. So I'm thinking that the set was a reaction to kelsier's machinations for whatever reason yeah i just yeah. don't know exactly how that works you know yeah how would they find out about kelsier's machinations anyway other than like spook because nobody else knows i mean probably Kelsier's kelsier punching known. someone in the I face mean, if they're interrogating spook for heme allergy yeah oh god that'd be a dark part of secret history too but like i feel like we need uh, <laughs> Like, how many Secret History sequels are there? Would Secret History 2 be, like, Kelsier and Spook doing hemorrhagy shenanigans and Kelsier isn't even, like, with a body? Like, what? I don't know. I think part of it. Like, maybe the yeah. start. Yeah. Uh, it is like... 
Yeah. Sequels. I, I read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I read this as saying, uh, I guess my interpretation is I feel like the set has probably been around quite a bit and their origin probably traces back to Kelsey and Spook messing around back in the early days of the post catacentral world. And they yep. noticed something funny was going on and that may have been how, ha- and they, they were clued into hemalurgy and a path to power. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. some, and that there were wider events going like, I don't know if that's like early Kelsey are interacting with off worlders and they're like, Oh crap, this pool, like what's going on mm-hmm. or what? But. Yeah. And like, we also do have to keep in mind that there's a 300 year time gap between yeah, 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 for sure. yeah. Um, Hero of Ages and this. So like, like Telson was like one of the first people in the set. It's not as old as we're thinking, but also uh, been around for a while. I guess I, is she one? I did not read that as saying Telson was one of the Yeah, first. I don't think no, Telson formed so. it. I think the set was already there and it may have been because of Telson's influence once she joined it that it becomes yeah, a thing that is actually that more impactful to the plot that's going on in in this era, but... But I think it was probably there long before Telson. I, I think, yeah, what he what he's just saying is that he's like using that as an analogy of like how the set formed, not that she yeah. formed it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like those sorts of people are attracted to the set and seeking out that sort of power. And that is what happened earlier, I think. Now, yeah. granted, how influential they were in like that first century uh, mm-hmm. preceding the Catacendra, hard to say, right? Like, I would probably say pretty weak, but also every organization on schedule would probably be pretty weak at that stage. <laughs> Most of them died. So, you know, Man. that doesn't yep. help. So, God asks <laughs> 16, does he originate from schedule? Brandon. They're asking about the odd character who lives in lasting integrity. The answer is yes. This is a Skadrian transplant. It's, it, it is one of the people who they think might be Rastares, but turns out isn't. Yes, it is a character from Skadrial. This is like the first fact we've actually concretely gotten yeah. about that character, I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it makes sense if they don't eat any food. Maybe they're, maybe they're a subsumer. They got some metal mines that they're subsisting off of when there's no food ever brought to their house. But that's all. I have no thoughts about 16. It is one of the mysteries that does not interest me because I'm like, he's a character we know nothing about. (laughs) It's just like, here's a random thing. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Sure. Whatever. You can't can't name anything 16, Brandon, and get everybody interested. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I do need a little more for me to care about uh, him for sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's go to the next one. Uh, Thanks, God. Um... Matthias Lebo asks, are the coin shots that help Steris with getting the people out of the flood zone who seemed rather concerned with whether she was following the law actually skybreakers? Excellent question. We did talk about this on our reactions episode and some people really didn't like it and I kind of did. And Brandon says, ah, he 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 he. Well, so we'll just leave that one. So how about this? At this point in continuity, a skybreaker could not easily get off of Roshar. In fact, by this point in continuity, I believe you can't and you can't hold me to this too much. The only radiant who's managed to get off of Roshar and maintain powers is Hoyd. 
I believe that's the case. Hoid is weird. He also has lots of knowledge. He used a specific method to get... Uh, yeah, anyway. Don't hold me to that, but I think by this point, he is the first to get out of the system. Offworld doesn't really count because you can go to Braze or Ashen. Which everyone wants to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sound, they sound <laughs> lovely. Great vacation spots. It's sad when the place with all the devastating storms every week or so is like, yeah, that's the best place to go. <laughs> <the> best place. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. great. So this implies to me and maybe I'm reading too much into this, that in between book five and six, we will not get Shalon world hopping yeah. uh, and then coming back to Roshar, which is slightly a bummer. Uh, but also Brandon is just like, don't hold me to this so like brandon could easily change that okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and he and he's intentionally keeping the door open right there you can see him doing it where he's like ah you don't trust me about this i have but- to check continuity i'm not 100 sure on this i'd like shalon but okay so that probably means they're not skybreakers in other words they're they're, they're just yeah. not right uh mm-hmm. but uh please let shalon be a cool world hopper but i don't know maybe she dies Maybe she dies. Maybe, Maybe she, dies. she just doesn't make it. Uh, make but it, it is it is interesting because they're like knocking on the door of being able to do it yeah. in Rhythm of War. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Maraise is, is like raising that as an option to Shallan. And yeah. so and I kind of assumed that whatever the secret was is, is going to come out in Stormlight 5. Mm. So it's interesting to me that either it doesn't or it requires something that they're not able to do easily either a material or something but like maybe they figure out the secret but just events happen where that's no longer possible like they know how to do it but some world yeah. event makes it really hard to do and maybe hoid can do it maybe eh. maybe I did, I mean, they were saying in lost metal that like roshar was like kind of locked off ish in a way yeah that's not nice yeah something had For happened sure. there so yeah so like that probably doesn't help yeah it's gonna say there could be another yeah there could be another barrier that they're like oh yeah we could get to shade smart yeah get maybe off. yeah or like you know maybe something else is going on but i else call her yeah maybe. i was, I was like wait yeah. we literally have an order that can get there. and we got, the, not... and we got the oath gates and yeah there's lots of ways to do it now Maybe maybe just Shadesmar just like has the door come in or something like the door and it's just uh really uh not fun and I'm sure that'll be really fun for all the spread. They're all dead. Yeah, cultivation? Is that is that I'm like either either that or odium, I guess. Who's gonna whose corpse is going in, in the cognitive realm? You know, I hadn't really fleshed this idea out here very much, so we'll find out. <laughs> All the shards are gonna die, and then we're gonna in Stormlight Five, and then we're sure we're going places. Yeah, you know it could be interesting. You have a bunch of like regular characters that could just like get up a ton of you know they could just like there's a lot of power flowing around. You know maybe yeah. there maybe there's a lot of bondsmiths. Yeah, oh my God, jeez. <laughs> yeah. To, to be honest, that would be kind of cool. It's just like how chaotic could things be? Yeah, that, that would be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The other thing I'll say about this, Wob, is I'm glad it confirms finally, once and for all, that Hoyd has his powers and did not just like ditch design and be oh, like, true, I'm out because that's I, I never thought he would do that. But it does. It does confirm that he that Maintains she presumably powers. is. Yeah. 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 OK, cool. 
yeah, he he's wanted true light weaving for so long, right? Like he he wouldn't do that. So mm -hmm. cool. All right. Our next one is another lost metal question about the Chandra. <laughs> this is coming from Nextoral. Nextori. Sure. I'm a little far away from my computer screen. I, I should think be wearing it's my Nextoral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the Lost Metal, Milan is said to be the first Chandra at Harmony sent off world. Does that mean the Chandra and Rashar are not in Harmony's employment? Brandon. Yes. Good way to connect the dots. That's exactly what that means. Rashara says, Brandon, you previously said the Chandra and Rashar was an agent of Harmony. Brandon. Did I? Sounds uncertain. Well, I'm changing my mind. Yep. No, uh, not an agent of... I know exactly who this Chandra is and what they're doing. And yeah, I'm going to say I don't know why I said that before, but now no. There is a wob from Salt Lake Comic City Comic Con 2014 where uh, someone uh, asked, like, what planet uh, have we seen the world, uh, the Condor World Hopper on? Brandon said, you've seen her before. I asked if she was an agent of Sezed. He said, yes. I think this is e easily just a thing where he either misheard or misspoke. Uh, so, um, or. At some point in the previous nine years, he changed his mind. Uh, <laughs> okay, that, yeah. that's true as well. Yeah. He seemed very... Yeah, he's like, why, why would I have said that before? Like, I don't even know why I would have said that. So maybe some miscommunication, because he seems to have a very clear idea for what this Chandra is doing, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And I could see nine years ago him being like, oh, I've got an idea for Milan. Like, I know she's going to be there. She's going to be a world head in Conroe. She is an agent of Seize, mm. you know, but like that hasn't come to fruition yet. And it turns out that the con, like when he writes the Lost Metal, Milan hasn't left yet. And so the con, like, it doesn't make sense for that to be her, you know, and he's come mm. with a different idea in the intervening time. 2014 is crazy because Shadows of Self yeah. isn't even out yet. So like that's yeah. that's, oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah, Milan hasn't reappeared in Mistborn yet. We don't even know that she is on Scadrial at that point, you know, if Shadows of yeah. Self hasn't come out. At least from, I mean, again, who who can say what happened in 2014? But uh, it sure seems like Brandon has a very specific idea of who this Chandra is and what they're doing. And it's like, tee hee hee hee, this is in the background. Lovely. We'll have... Chandra World Hopper's secret history uh, as well added to the list. Um, mm -hmm. I wonder if they're a palace person. If we've got the Farukamist and you yeah. could like see there being somebody else like mm -hmm. operating mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I, I just don't know when it's going to come up, but I want to be surprised and think it's really cool. You know, that's what I want. I guess. Is it, is it too weird to introduce? No, he'll, he'd definitely do it. I was like, after after all the stuff he's done, he would definitely have a character like have their flesh go transparent suddenly. And you're just like, yeah, this is part of Stormlight now. Here we mm -hmm. go. This is, a, this is an off world monster. So uh, Letters Words asks, now that we know a bit more about the connection between Trell and Autonomy, can you explain who exactly the person named Trell in White Sand is and how they connect to Trell, the avatar of Autonomy that we see in the Lost Metal? Was this Trell just another person who acted as the Trell avatar after being invested by Autonomy in a similar way to Telson and Brandon? All he says is, this is the way I want you theorizing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Just, just again, I, I would get out the page, but there's a full page spread in uh, White Sand Volume 2 uh, of like, hey, I'm Trell, what's up? <laughs> like, which is weird. 
I yeah. I don't know. Like what would have happened to him if he was the original Trell? What happened to that guy? Like, did he just get sick of that stuff? Was he I don't know. There's some open questions that I really need some answers to eventually. And <laughs> yeah, put it put it up with Lutha there. Um, oh my God. You know. <laughs> okay, next is Steven Peterson asks, is Hoyt's restriction on not hurting someone living absolute? Could he cause pain for pleasure situations? Brandon. <laughs> It is not absolute. You've seen at least one loophole. The thing is, but the thing about this is, this is Dawn Shard derived, and weird things happen with the Dawn Shards. My economics professor in college's name was Steven Peterson. I wonder if this is the same guy. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say this is a particular. Peter and Steven are not exactly uh, uncommon names. So. It was a great professor, though. Maybe this yeah. is maybe, he, maybe he's, he's also he's, a fan. He's he's into Dawn Shard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just on shard stuff. That's what he said. Or he's, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much we can read into that, but, you know. I'm trying to think what the loophole is. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, we've seen a loophole already. What is Hoyd's, what's Hoyd's loophole that we've seen? Uh, Kelsier, uh, the, in the oh, Wall of Ascension, Hoyd okay. punching Kelsier. Yeah. 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 Okay. He can hurt somebody's soul. That makes sense. I was like trying to like think of, I was like, did he do something weird like in that scene with, uh, not Rester is Ruthar? But no, that you're right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They, yeah. There was definitely a specific one for sure. Okay. So our very last one is from me i feel like we you don't have a lot of chaos questions anymore you know but usually mm-hmm. it's just because i don't know I'll, I'll i'll find out eventually we know most of the shards you know but this question <sighs> seriously what was going on with bloody tan was he controlled by autonomy how did he move with what appeared like Atium, Celesi died. It feels like there's a lot of open questions regarding him that we never addressed. Brandon. Yeah, there are a whole bunch, aren't there? Damn it, Brandon. (laughs) I'm not going to answer those right now, but I'm glad you're still asking those questions. Ah! Look, Brandon. I am fine with Brandon like as long as there's that glint of recognition that he's doing something intentionally cool I still think it's really weird we never got any resolution to that in Lost Metal in an era 2 that's weird to me in my opinion because like there was a lot of stuff in that prologue never addressed like it almost wasn't even addressed in Shadows of Self even when we got a bloody tan face like that didn't make oh yeah See, that was the word. See, that's my biggest complaint is like you're reading you're reading those Shadows of Self sample chapters and the book's coming out, you know, and you're like, <laughs> oh, crap. Bloody Tan's corpse is back. There's a Chondra. Like what's like we are going to get some Bloody Tan answers this book. And he is basically Palm's costume to just mess with wax like that. Is, and like it was effective. It, it was very effective. I love that book. But we got none. We got zero. Zero of the answers. And then in the Lost Metal, we got even fewer than zero answers. About what he's <laughs> Not even. Like, I don't even think he's referenced in the entire book. 
I don't remember him at all. Yeah. Referenced in, in the no. last medal. Let's try and come up with any reason why Brandon, like clearly there is a reason why he is withholding this. And I would like us to spit yeah. while trying to figure out why that is. Cause do you oh. know what would have made a lot of sense if like that was somewhere in any epilogue or ref like, like not even a lot, just like somewhere, some acknowledgement in the end of era two. Like, is it about like how Palm got in bed with autonomy and like that path? Cause I, cause I kind of think, like there, there's some trajectory from Lessie, mm -hmm. bloody tan, and her going crazy with like harmony pushing uh, Lessie that like led her to find autonomy, and maybe bloody tan was like a way to do that. Like maybe bloody tan had a trellium spike or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I have always felt like he witnessed a meeting between Harmony no, between Marsh and Kelsier. Like when he's talking about how he saw the survivor and he saw death. Like, I feel like for whatever reason, he oh, was, like, he's not joking about that. And I don't know what that means. I could like, I don't know. I could see it being. I always feel like the thing where he pulls Leslie before before wax shoots or whatever. Bloody Tan is not incredibly stable. I could see Harmony being able to speak into his mind and be like, Yanker. Like, you know, like he could really have given oh, him like, damn. Oh, like, I like, that. like that. That whole thing is being like so elaborately stage managed. Like Wax is watching a performance happen in front of him. And I think that that Harmony very like, you know, Harmony was pulling the strings either quite literally or not. And I could see it being a really unflattering kind of thing that was going on there which it was wow but, I, I guess i'd never consider that harmony would be like the one literally making that happen but like that would be on brand for what harmony was doing here uh very mm. on brand especially with what bloody tan's saying i i could also buy autonomy though that autonomy is very interested at like autonomy sees a path to get this agent of harmony that's very powerful like i i could buy that too that's true. It would, uh, yeah, I guess that's interesting. Like, do we think Leslie was scripted to die there? Like, did Harmony make that? Was that all Harmony's plan? Or is he planning on pushing Wax to go back to the basin in a less traumatic way, potentially? Yeah, like, did it have to happen point. that way? Or did it just happen to happen that way? And they were like, oh, I guess. I guess he's got his motivation now. Sazed clearly did a lot of pushing. Yeah to get things where he wanted to go. Mm -hmm. This still that this this feels like a step too far for Sayset to do personally. Like it is possible. It, it clearly seemed like Sayzed uh, pushed palms so much that like maybe if we saw those conversations, we would feel different about how Sayzed acted because uh, clearly Palm was absolutely not okay with it, uh, which is the whole point. God, Palm's so cool. Um, I know. Yeah, criminally under-referenced in the Lost Metal as well. Yeah, true. <sighs> yeah, would Harmony have, like, used Bloody Tan to do that? So pr presumably what that would indicate is Bloody Tan had a spike and then Harmony used that to, to move mm -hmm. Bloody Tan, right? Like, mechanically, right? Mechanically, or but like, you know, he was, Rune was able to get Vin's mom to 
make a spike out of her baby and she had no spike you know like he can talk oh, yeah to- an, an unstable person yeah mm-hmm. sure i guess it yeah. doesn't need to be a spike yeah it it, mm-hmm. it just seems so callous and brutal in a way that Sezed is often but, not mm-hmm. like there, there's i don't know i mean he did let those southern skadrians just be like yeah you know they'll be fine <laughs> So, you know, I don't know. Uh, Skelsier's got it under control, I guess. It'll be fine. This just yeah. seems so brutal and traumatic that, like, I I, I think it's more likely that he is hearing whispers from autonomy, especially because a lot of the words Bloody Tan says are very similar to what Palm says in Shadows of Self with, like, another person moving uh, them. Yeah. So, like, it's yeah. true. There could be some influence, like maybe autonomy has her fingers in bloody tan and like Harmony's trying to counteract that particularly. Uh, And so like that's leading to it's like, oh, something else moves you and things. But I don't know. There's a strong bloody tan palm connection with just how they talk. That makes me think that like there's autonomy stuff involved. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, here, I'll reframe my earlier kind of like okay, thought. Cool. Tan, tan, our bloody tan is a palm of autonomy and he or and autonomy uses tan, uh, tan at times as like a puppet to address harmony. And that's what he's referencing. He's he's gone to like a Marsh, Kelsey or harmony tete-a-tete, which we know they have sometimes. So the three three legs of the stool and he's been like, hey, I'm autonomy, <laughs> by the way. And bloody tan remembers that a little bit, but yeah, he wasn't because like, himself. He, he could like literally like have the red glowing eyes like we see in Lost mm-hmm. Metal, maybe, and just be like, hey, how's it going? I'm that's how Bobbitt talks, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's and Bloody Town's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm this. This really messed me up. And like that, that's fair. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I will say for Harmony, like the amount of pup mastering Harmony was doing in Leslie's death. I could see him have had like having had a less traumatic plan initially to get wax sent back. Mm-hmm. And because it's not like that worked that well at first. He spent six months like in a depression, like yeah. trying to be the lord of the house. And they eventually got him out of that. But, you know, it wasn't like he came back as Harmony sword. Like then yeah. more work had it. He wasn't sent back in a way that was very conducive to Harmony's plans. Yeah. So like this event happened. And Harmony's like, well, I guess that's a way that that would have worked. That that's that if I had total control, that wouldn't have been my plan. But like it kind of worked. So, all right, cool. I guess Mm -hmm. I'll I'll use the tools that I have here sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe just not quite understanding how much autonomy trail stuff was involved in that. Like maybe he didn't Mm -hmm. know at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he probably didn't around that time. Maybe only hints. Maybe. I don't know. Hard to say. Because. Did, did he make our time reference on when autonomy like came to him and was like, get off this planet or else like, did he like kind of give an indication for when that was when that line came up? Wasn't that the conversation in lost metal where then autonomy like attacked or like, yeah, that, I think uh, it did happen in that six years. Yeah. I think that was so it, it seemed like harmony didn't really know exactly what was happening with palm like maybe he had hints of it i'd, I'd had really have to read shadows again because 
Yeah. Someday I'm going to read Shadows and I'm going to write a Palm Coppermind article. I've said it since 2015 and one of these years it'll happen probably because the crap she does in that book is a bonkers. Like go read that book really knowing that she's the governor the entire time. And that is crazy. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I don't think he even knew what the Red Mist was in bands, right? No, but the, the Convro were saying... Like as the as early as the end of Shadows itself, it's a medal from another god. Mm. Like that's what that's what Ferasi oh. was. That's yeah. There was a hook in the end of that book. And oh, that was true. That. Okay, so he didn't. He might not have known it was autonomy. And yeah, I think he sure. Yeah, that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this is a thing. It's from some something like me. That's not me. But I don't really understand what that is. Right. Like that. That mm-hmm. that seems plausible. Right. And I think I think autonomy might even be like concealing herself from him in some ways, so. because when he's writing his letter to Hoyt, he lists a lot of shards off. And I don't believe autonomy is one of no, them. It's not. Like he mentions that some are making themselves difficult to find. Yep. But I don't think he lists her like he may know that a shard named autonomy exists, but it's like I don't know how to communicate with them for whatever reason. Yeah. And Honestly, if you're autonomy, you're going to invest in those in that stealth proficiency to have some stealth checks if you're you're trying to infiltrate other planets. Right. (laughs) Like that. That seems like a top priority here. I don't know why the perpendicularities are top priority, but okay, sure. (laughs) Concealing seems important. And and importantly, Trellium hides someone to Harmony's sight. Right. Oh, along with all the other 40 things that trellium does it's really just (laughs) yeah 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 brandon explain that god metal why does like you know we got to change all the rules for atheum but trellium can just do whatever i need it to well you know god metal i mean god metals can break the rules and however brandon wants right but yeah but just not in just not in the way that i wanted (laughs) very good uh Cool. Well, how about we head on over to who's that Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for who's that Cosmere character. Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the game show where you send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere Character. This first one is sent by longtime commenter Oliver Newcomb. Clue one. This character has multiple children. What about the Lord Ruler? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> it's not the Lord Ruler. I like that. What do you think, David? Uh, what about Keen from Elantris? It's not Keen, and we don't Damn. have Ian to correct our Aeonic pronunciation. No, I, I, I will because it throws me off so much. Keen. Like I'm used to Kai Eyed and Owl. Keen. His name is Keen. Keen. <laughs> um, I can't remember what Shalon's dad's name is, but. Uh, look, but, if you uniquely identify a character, that's perfectly fine, Kendra. Uh, no, it's not Lynn, though. Clue two. This character is a government official. A government official. Tavidian? It is Tavidian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
You never <laughs> know. I need you to know that before we, we transition to who's that Cosmere character, Kendra's like, I'm going to do terrible at this. And clue to, bam, nailed it. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> I, I, my mind was on schedule. Um, Very good. Uh, yeah. Very good. Uh, I, I do really like these clues. That was pure luck. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I got a clue one. Hell yeah. That was that. I was, it was skill. It was skill. Yeah. <laughs> clue three. This character is predeceased by a child of his or hers. Meaning they die first, right? Mm -hmm. Clue four, this character is severely punished for a dereliction of duty. And clue five, this character dies in the presence of one of his children. I was like, that's that's good. I like that. These are some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you would like a Tividian. Oh, uh, to Vidian, oh, WTC. I had forgotten his name until it was mentioned earlier on in this podcast. I was like, oh, right. And so when this came up, I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's try it. Was the pre-show, no, it wasn't, actually, even, it wasn't mentioned. even mentioned earlier in the podcast. Yeah, we were the talking about it for <laughs> other reasons. Yeah, the other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Ben, we, we've gotten some 2022 ones, but Ben has gone back because this next one <laughs> is from... September 2021. Oh, no. You never know if yours will show up after all. That's true. That's true. It's funny. So this one is sent by Rhythm Wraith. uh, And this isn't the first clue, but this says, hope you get to this before 2030. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Amazing. 2023. Thank you very much. Seven years early. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're making good time. It's not even yeah. been like a year and a half, okay? Clue one. Very helpful. This character has killed someone. <laughs> I know. Adolin? It's not Adolin. I like it, though. <laughs> yeah, it was on my mind because, yeah. while you guys think, oh, there's this guy in the server I'm in that started reading the Cosmere with Lost Metal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now yeah, reading right. all the print. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it's like reading those things. It's been on my mind. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, my God. Shalon. It's not Shalon. He's killed a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yep. guess Uncle Keen again. It's not <laughs> Uncle Keen. Yeah. They have crushed throat. Clue two. We, we've talked a lot about Elantris in this episode. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> I'm stuck on it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Clue two. This character has changed their facial hair throughout a book slash books. Wait, you say facial hair? Facial hair. Oh man. Okay. I was thinking I was thinking of Vivenna, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's just her regular hair. <laughs> Not uh... Can you use the royal locks if you you have with with like your beard? You can't. I think that actually okay. was confirmed at one point. That's a pretty great, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, someone was asking if Richard could grow like a magnificent beard, and friend was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> amazing." Which <laughs> is good. Like you put me on the track there, uh, Vasher. It's not Vasher. It's true. That's, a good, that's actually that's actually that's good, a guess. good guess. Good guess. Yeah. Because he because he did he did do that. He did. Okay. What about uh, what about Kada Kadash? Because he's got the Argent beard now. Oh, yeah, no. Ardent, Ardent, not Argent beard. Ardent (laughs) beard. (laughs) You want this in spirit, Argent? No. Yeah, he's here in spirit, but not internetly. Internetly, that's a word. What do you got, Kendra? 
I am having trouble coming up with somebody. You you can um, pass if you want. Sure. Pass. Okay. Okay. Clue three. This character can read. Would have worked great with Kadash. I'm disappointed that it wasn't I know. that. That's not Kadash. Um, yeah. Ellen. It's not Ellen. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. You did change his facial hair. That's true. That's true. Hmm? You did. Dalinar? It's not Dalinar. I'm going to guess Set because I feel like he did change his facial hair at some point. I don't know if that's Ooh. true. No, it's he had not a beard. Ashworth I know Seth. that's true. Yeah. Clue four. This character has been used by a god. Wax? It's not wax. That's a good guess. a good guess. It's yeah, no, my guess right before he said hair, it. But everything else. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Has he changed his facial hair? Probably. I don't know. That, that does Probably. the one thing I was Go reread yeah. Era 2 and see if he wax changes facial hair. Put your comments below <laughs> when you do. Wayne? It is not Wayne. What are these clues again? Uh, sure. Uh, this character's killed someone. This character has changed their facial hair throughout a book slash books. This character can read. This character has been used by a god. Okay. I'm going to go and guess. I don't. I honestly don't know if this is true, but I know that Diloph was physically reshaped to look like an Aurelian. So I assume that includes his facial hair. I'm going to go with Diloph. It's not Diloph. I like it. I like it. I like it. Clue five. This character has had access to breaths. Dent? It's not Dent. Yeah, that's it feels like guessable now, though. Like where, like now, I'm like, huh? Well, what does it mean to have access to breath? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good question. Fortunately, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, wait a minute. What do you think? Uh, that's probably not true. Is it? Hard? I'm just gonna guess because I feel because if it's true, I think it'd be funny. Uh, I'm gonna guess Parlin. Uh, it's not Hoyd, and it's not Parlin. Uh. I'm pretty sure he grows like a stupid little beard at one point. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably true, actually. I, I just remember the hat, though. Uh, it's like, oh, what's your character trait? Hat. Uh, I might have mistaken a beard for a hat. It's also you know, possible. as you do every day. Anyway, so this is Taravangian. Oh, and, and honestly, I don't remember if he had access to breaths. Or not? I. What does that mean? Don't know when that would have been. I don't like know. When breath that, and night blood. Like, is that what they're getting at? I'm not sure. Uh, so, rhythm wraith, uh, you have some answers. You have some things to answer for in the comments here, because I don't remember that. But put your comments below. Oh, he doesn't have a fake beard. Hoyd doesn't have a big has has a fake beard at one point. That's a good. That's a good point. You could try to make an argument for Hoyd. Yeah. Yeah, he killed anybody? That's what I was like. That's I was going to guess Hoyt earlier, but then I killed God. Yep, killed God. Killed God. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) And he probably killed other people before that. Before like the whole Don Charge stuff. Yeah, I think the only clue that I'm confused about is the access to breath one there because I don't Mm -hmm. remember that. But uh, yeah, so our last one is a who's that Cosmere character priority uh, queue. Uh, and we actually 
Uh, don't have a lot of these. I haven't received any since January, which might be a technical issue. I don't think so. I think the form's working. Uh, but if you are a Herald on Patreon, give me some priority cues because I'm rapidly running out of them and I, I, I need them to do the show. And uh, it's actually a thing that we give you for being a Herald on Patreon. So for as little as $10 a month, you can submit your priority cues and uh, get them read sooner than 15 months, 15, 16 months later, <laughs> for sure, probably. Or if you have one you're really proud of, you can be a Patreon for one, you can be a Herald for one month and just throw it in the queue and then not and anymore. And then wait only slightly a while. But uh, of course, after I say this, then there's going to be like 30 more from all the Heralds on Patreon. So it's like, okay, it might take a bit. But, you know, we'll maybe do a Who's That Cosmere character episode because... I don't know. Topics sound like a lot of work, guys. Uh, and what if what if we just do what? We've done uh, so but, much this yeah. year. <laughs> I know, I know. But the thing is, is we haven't though. We really haven't done a lot this year. Uh, anyway, yeah. So this one is sent by Lady of Scars, uh, which I mm. appreciate that. Uh, is that mayor? Or uh, well, it, it, the fun thing is that it, it's slash mayor, but it's spelled M-E-H-R. But uh, she says sounds like mayor. So you don't have to sweat the pronunciation. Nice. Oh, so I go. love the theming love there. Well That's done. smart. It's a good name. I like it. <laughs> OK, clue one. <laughs> This character was first featured on Who's That Cosmere character in the <laughs> Amia and Arcana episode. Oh, man. They do okay, get a little better. I was on that episode. I don't remember. <laughs> Perfect. Well, at least we got someone. I mean, I doubt you're going to get to it by this point. I did. I pulled something similar in one. Um, yeah. Who's That Cosmere character? Who, not in the clues, but I like... Well, it is in the clue, but I specifically wrote, like, there needs to be people from the, um, like, Cosmere Bay's episode on this. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh? All right, Okay, cool. so, it, so they uh, they first appeared in the WTCs we did during that episode. That is the clue. I would or assume just in that this means that the first time this character was an answer to a WTCC was that episode. Okay. That that's how I am interpreting that. Yeah, I so. absolutely don't remember. Uh, Cause after I record, it's like, it's out of my brain. <laughs> I don't remember what we said. Well, and then you got to remember like, was it one that Ben was on? Because sometimes he'll theme it and you're mm. like, he'll yeah. pick like a related character, I, but I don't think, yeah i think he usually just does the theming for the who's that cosmic character episodes which wow we really Mm -hmm. haven't done one of those in ages i mean we haven't done one since i was spiked oh so yeah Yeah. it's been over a year (laughs) yeah i mean i think you just need to throw some darts on a dartboard if you don't remember okay no, I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to think like now I'm like trying to metagame it. I'm like, who's someone <laughs> that wouldn't have been an answer by that point? You know, like all these 500 Rosharans at the time. Yeah. How about Queen Fen's son, Kadrulk? <laughs> it's not Kadrulk. Great Damn. Phelan pronunciation, maybe, probably. 
it has to be after Oathbringer, right? So we didn't we didn't yeah. do these shark we didn't do this game before Oathbringer. I mean, we barely did any um, yeah. like broadcast before thing or so yeah yeah we thought we were going to do a read through podcast as the main podcast but now we made that span reads and span reads will return this year don't worry mabe <laughs> who mabe no it's not mabe. the washing like lady yeah yeah the woman that ishik is gonna marry they're not gonna marry they're gonna marry. that is mabe <laughs> Yeah, oh, that is Mabe. I thought. Yeah, that is. I always thinking that's, of, that's a very I funny. No, nope, that's your guess. That's your guess. We're going on to the next one now. No. Yeah, go. <laughs> go ahead. I, I, I was good. Yeah, I was that's just very funny that we had a one about it too. Uh, very funny. Yeah, I, I was thinking of a different character. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, I thought Mabe was a different character. Oh, were you thinking that was like the cook in the beginning there's, of Warbreaker? There's a cook oh. named Mab. Yeah, yeah, his name Mab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, clue two. <laughs> Art for this character has been an option on multiple Patreon <laughs> polls, though as of submission, none has been commissioned yet. Oh, what am I mad about that hasn't been commissioned? <laughs> they are all like this, by the way, in case you oh haven't wondered. <laughs> they get more specific. They get they get more specific, I promise. I'm just trying to think what I've been disappointed in lately. Uh... <laughs> This, this, this. This. <laughs> this is fun. Thank you, this Lady is of so Scars. so hard. This yeah, is actually, like, like yeah. theming it after our, our own stuff, it's like, I don't, I don't have any recollection of this yeah. at all. If, if Argent was on, he would, he would probably nail this. Oh, Argent yeah, would totally so. know. <laughs> Unfortunately, his internet is out. Lopen would have been an answer before that. Oh, I have no idea. By the way, if you support our Patreon, we have monthly art polls, and we just recently put out uh, a big thing mm -hmm. on all of the art we've commissioned from 2022. And honestly, there's some pretty killer art. So if you want to help yes. support our art budget, you can support us for as little as a dollar. You don't have to be a herald. You can vote on those art polls and you get behind the scenes stuff. This is probably my best call to action that I've done on Shardcast for a while because I get to the end <laughs> and I just like, I just like, I don't know, you can support it if you want, I guess. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it's actually cool. And I have some uh, outtakes that I need to post. Though, there was not very many outtakes from the April Fool's one. We actually kept our cool, like, basically the entire time. Oh, wow. Other than just, like, I think we took a bathroom break. I'm like, wow, I can't believe we're, like, nailing this bit. Like, this is, I, I can't believe it. And we were just having a fun time. That's not an outtake. Anyway. Well, I'm going to guess Sigzel. It's not I don't Sigzel. think we've made any art of him. No. Okay. I have no idea. I'm gonna pass. You're gonna pass. Okay. Okay. The, the clues do get better. I promise. So if you if you want to pass, that's. Fine. I am also going to pass. That <laughs> seems fine. Clue three. This character's name appears in a Shardcast episode title. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but we have commissioned out of that character. Yeah. Well, that's well. Am I allowed to look at Shark episode? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You don't get to look up Coppermine things during this, so I'm gonna but say no. I'm gonna channel oh, Grace man. here. I just don't. Yeah, Grace, Grace would say no as well. Yeah, um, she, yeah, she says no to everything. <laughs> She's uh, heartless. Who? But it's gotta be. Then it's gotta be someone like pretty prominent because yeah. we would not be like this. Is get you? You will not believe what Helio. You know, 
You know, I'm going to say Huyo. I'm going to stick with that. No, it's not Huyo. And <laughs> I, I know we have not done a Huyo episode as well. But I could see us being like the aluminum thing. You were like, Huyo's experiments. Yeah, but with... Oh, yeah, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Good point. Yeah, Good point. yeah. I'm trying sure. to think, but... Yeah. Sure. Sure, well, sure. someone yeah. who's prominent I was... enough to be on a title yeah. and also not prominent enough that a commission <laughs> has been done. Or, yeah. sure. or the answer or for the, a or the, Yeah, could exactly. be like a WAM episode title, I, I'm feeling. Mm. Um, That's why we most often have a name in there. Unless That's it's like true. a main, like, main like character. super main character. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah. Yeah, because my thought was like Biodomisha, but we do have Biodomisha March from Connor. That's yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't an art commission. Episode. It wasn't an art commission. Was it? Oh my god. Oh. Then I'm just going with that because I have no other. It's ideas. not Biodomisha, but I, I appreciate <laughs> any Biodomisha answers. Don't it, worry. It would have been funny if that was the answer. That would have been uh, very <laughs> funny. Yeah, is the, is the answer to this WCC also a Shardcast meme? Because then we're just like, I'm like, I've, now I'm like trying to metagame it. This, this, it is an actual character. It's an no, actual I believe character. it. I just oh. mean like, hmm. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe. A character that's been memed on. Maybe. Jonat. It's not Jonat. Clue four. This character was both a crush in the Cosmere Crushes episode and a beef in the original Cosmere Beefs episode. I don't know how I'm going to get this text on screen. This actually, I think, uniquely identifies this character, actually. I also remember those ones. You should help me. I did not listen to Cosmere Crushes. If if you (laughs) want an entertaining old pre-video Shardcast, Cosmere Beefs is top Shardcast. I wish we had it on video, because that is an excellent episode. I think that's when I was talking about how much I wish Seth was dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Who, uh, Kendra? Capsule. It's not Capsule. I'm going to guess Seth. It's not Zeth. I mean, does anyone have a crush on Zeth? Put your comments below. Do you have a crush on Zeth? I feel like Feather, I guess, I don't know. Probably not Zeth specifically. I think Feather has a crush on the rules more than Zeth specifically. I just know that she thinks Zeth is like one of her characters, but that might not be that's the right exactly thing. That's just she's a skybreaker, honestly. Yeah. God. All right, Veronica, what you got? No idea. I, I will say for the the extra thing, uh, who's that? This is who's that? Cosmic character meta edition. All the clues revolve around seventeen shards slash shardcast instead of info from the books. Though I did try to keep them fairly obvious, so hopefully it's not too challenging. Maybe maybe <laughs> it was a little challenging. I do think I would have gotten it at clue four, though, personally. <laughs> I didn't I listen to the crushes episode. I don't remember who was uh, talking. I talk about Bottomisham there, that's like for sure. Years ago. I definitely talk about Bottomisham there, 100%. I think that's why I was like, we should do a crushes episode so I can talk about Bottomisham. That sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> Does it? I have no idea. Okay, do you want to pass? Yeah. All right, clue five. This will be helpful. This character's name is said in the Who's That Cosmere character intro jingle. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's not Hoyt and Drag on a horse. I <laughs> no, not. Oh, maybe Anyways. not. Hmm? No, but we have commissioned items. No. Uh. Okay, well, I... We have commissioned art. I'm going to say Mraze. Yeah, that's not, a, I know, I was not Mraze. Like, we have commissioned art from Mraze. Mraze. I don't remember. That was my first thoughts, too. Um, I can't remember who else is in the jingle. Well, I know one of them. I'll say it. 
Why don't you listen to you know? Why don't you listen to you know, Dave, well, David? Someone says TN. I actually don't even know who the voices in the jingle are for the most part. I, <laughs> like, who is this? I, know I don't listen to our own show. Is, is Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> one is Josh and the other one is Feather. Otherwise, I have no idea. Yeah, there's a lot of Feather ones in that. Yeah. TN is one. Yeah. Talm is one. Okay, it might yeah, be Talm. Talm. Right. We ever, I don't think they've done any Talm. It could be Talm. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, he's been he's his name has definitely been in podcast titles. I don't think we've commissioned any art of him. It's just weird that it would take that long for him to be to feature as one of the characters for who's that Cosmic character. Yeah. Yeah, Same with Tien. Like Tien is a pretty common one. Well, I mean, Mm. there are two of you. And if you if one of you wants to guess, I'm going to go town. Yeah, then I'll go Tien. Kendra, it is time. <laughs> it was a bit of a group effort at the end, though, admittedly. Because <laughs> yeah. if David yeah. hadn't listed those, I think you would have no, been screwed. No, but. absolutely not. I would not have. <laughs> no, I had nothing. Uh, so I, I do just want to shout out. Matt had a Cosmere beef about town because uh, oh, he, he did. Yeah, he had a Cosmere beef. And then I think other people were like, I have a crush on town, which like makes sense. Uh, well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think it's mostly because we have a lot of town art. So that like mm-hmm. usually like something a little more unusual gets hit. And also, mm-hmm. uh, I think Amy and Akana like that was even before 2020 and like there, there's just so many options like when we when it was early shardcast so i'm I'm not super surprised uh on that who's that cosmere character thing but this like, is it, a really fun one though it may have been even mm. in like 2018 that we did the Miyanaka. no but i think that was okay, on video I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look this up wait I, a second I, I, I think it was on video <laughs> i think it was on video did we do it post dawn shard or did we no, not no no i don't oh think we did. i'm thinking of like the wrong set of podcasts then so like that wasn't <laughs> even helpful <laughs> yeah, at all calling me four years ago it's oh, four years video. ago okay yeah oh ooh, ooh. okay oh it, this is actually okay okay this episode is a pre-video episode yeah, in pre-video. may 2018 that's actually super early because I think we started Who's That Cosmic Character in February. So that's actually oh, like really okay. early. Wow. So that makes sense. That actually. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was also thinking not charred. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. This, this is yeah. when I think wow. we were. Oh, wow. Wow. Look at those old shard casts. Only an hour and 30 minutes with Who's That Cosmic <laughs> <Yeah>. Character. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've honed our craft, guys. But also it was weekly. It was weekly. It was different. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I was more yeah. insistent on splitting, whereas these days I'm like, ah, eh, you know, you're getting it every two weeks, so make it worth your while. Um, yeah, you can you can listen to it over to the course of two weeks. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, even behind that two week schedule. In yeah, yeah. Well, look, when you're recording things, it it it, and you're recording an entire other podcast, Veronica. So that makes <laughs> look, we haven't recorded basically anything this year because we backlogged. All of Stormlight. That's why I'm. I said earlier, like our first Stormlight recordings were two years ago. Well, you know that <laughs> sounds funny. like you're an overachiever, so. right there. Um, <laughs> Look, we needed a first time reader. So yeah, that, that's, that's why fair. We did it that's fair. Ago. Yeah, and when when you have that first time reader, it's like I guess we're just plowing through the entire thing, yep. aren't we? Yep, that makes sense. Well, cool. I hope you enjoyed this Wob episode. There is some 
remaining uh, spoiler stream words of Brandon. And then there are some words of Brandon from the Tress spoiler question mark stream. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, I wouldn't say the Tress ones were groundbreaking, but uh, that that'll be the next one probably. And then maybe we'll have a topic, maybe. And we'll have to prepare an outline for a thing because it feels like we literally haven't done one since Lost Metal. In that Lost Metal spurt of getting all the topics done. We I did Aethers. We... And then yeah, I think that was true. it. That's true. That's true. Like, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. That, that's basically it. Cool. So uh, put your comments below as to what you think was going on with Bloody Tan, okay? Because I actually legitimately want to know because what the hell was going on with Bloody Tan, Brandon? Come on. Cool. You can find us on 7 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. We have a killer Discord server that is has a lot of people. Uh, so if you want yeah. to chat, uh, come there. You can support our Patreon for as little as a dollar, as I said before. Uh, if you're a Herald, submit some priority cues because I'm running out, bro. Uh, and bro or girl or <laughs> anyone, really. It doesn't, doesn't have to be gender binary here. I don't know what I'm doing. We've been recording a while. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can technically find us on Twitter, uh, but I'm sort of just leaving it in that state in case they can restore tweets or roll back our account. So anyway, Twitter sucks. So whatever. Uh, follow us on YouTube because that's where you get the key details here. And I think I want to do more community posts to update you because I don't like using Twitter because Twitter sucks. Um, there's SoundCloud. Leave a review on iTunes, uh, and we'll see you all next time for something else. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's probably. Well, it's probably. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Call.